Yeah, I think it would be positive for us just because we're a veteran team. Um, just we, 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 I mean, honestly, I think the training camp, while all those preseason games are for younger guys, um, I don't think it takes necessarily much for us to get in shape as a veteran group. And I think older you get, the less is kind of more just because you don't need that pounding on your body. So uh, I think it bodes well for us, offense and defense-wise. Uh, we have some good depth, too. And yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually excited about that. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, good morning and welcome to the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. Now, that's how you come out of the gates, Jalooch. Just burning it down, baby. You know, uh, uh, David DeCastro was talking about not having preseason games. And, uh, you think he's, uh, he, he sounds a little excited? Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Now, you watch it, and they pose the question to him, you know, about the preseason. You can almost see this little snicker across his face like, new preseason yeah, games. Yeah, no, you know, Ooh, uh, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, it's uh, the run-up uh, as uh, we get to next Monday. Uh, they, they don't have any pads. And, uh, it, you know, I, I think it's <laughs> – Man, I would love it. There's no question that had we gone into our double-digit years, as we both did, right. uh, that we would have been like going, rejoicing, rejoicing. You, my friend, did get the Willy Wonka golden ticket pass out of training camp. Right, 90, The one n- year. 92. Yes, the one year. 92. And you did not play, what, any preseason games? No, out of I, bl- I, no I, I, uh, I came in for the first preseason game. Oh, you yeah, did? Yeah, okay. I played all the preseason Okay, all games. right. I forgot about uh, that. You know, uh, uh, but... Uh, you didn't uh, play much. Yeah. No, I played a lot. You played a lot? Yeah, because... I don't remember that yeah, year. Yeah, uh, uh, 92, uh, um, I called uh, Mr. Rooney, and I said, Mr. Rooney... Uh, oh, he just let you out of the doubles. Yeah, that's right. He just let me out of the doubles. He said... Uh, We'll we'll, we'll uh, uh, settle this thing. Well, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. No, no. Wait a minute. Uh, you reported up to camp on the last day, right? Right. 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 That last day of two days. Last day of two days. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I. You know. I. I played in the first preseason game against the Bears. The Bears. So. So you missed like three weeks then. No, I missed the first two weeks. The first two were yeah. doubles, yeah. and then so then you came in and I tried out. You, for, you I guys tried. only had two weeks up at training camp. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, what kind of wusses were you guys? Yeah, that couldn't well, have worked out well, like Bill, that. Bill, you know, Bill was uh, conscious of uh, not working us too hard, uh, and um, uh, wow. you know, I, I tried out for the town crier. Oh, did you? Because the Post Gazette was on strike. Oh, I and, hate when and, that and, happens. And there was a, a town crier. All you need is, yeah. is a, a Turkish town crier. Yeah. My heavens, man. But you know what? Um, I played in the first preseason Baklava game. and yeah. coffee. Yeah. Come get your baklava and coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, baklava and coffee go really they well. They do. Yeah. They do. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, and uh, I did uh, get the uh, hall pass in 92. Yes, that was did. the only time that I was not. Well, these guys got camp. the ultimate hall pass going on. Do they not, Chalooch? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, would you be worried about the coronavirus as you came You know, that's camp? a great question, and I'm not sure exactly how to answer that because we haven't seen the manifestation of all the, the things that are, are happening with it. But I look at it and I go, like I said yesterday, when it comes down to the 2 to 3 million 
whatever it is that you could make, say, you know, I'm just averaging roughly how whatever guys make. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, we're talking about two or three million at stake. Yeah. Would I opt out 150,000 and forego the two to three million? No. Yeah. No, yeah. I would play. Right. But you we, know, we didn't make two or three million. No, we didn't. Yeah. All right. I mean, if you're sitting there talking about 37.5 or 25, 25 yeah. like we did, of course, we we're stupid enough. We'd have done just about anything, yeah. you know, at that point in time. We would have played for free. Oh, that's true. We just about did, too. Right, right. But the fact is, you're talking two to three mil. As I said yesterday, the dear lady Faith, the good lady Faith, my wife, would have said, go stay in a hotel if it's that contagious. Right, right. Or if, or if, if, uh, yeah, don't bring it she, home. Yeah, if she was pregnant, you know, so it would be something like that, she'd go. I'll take care of the family. You go take care of the family, making us money. Right. That's what she would say. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, that's the way it gets done. Yeah. You know, so no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be all, all wired up about it. Yeah. Well, you know, David DeCastro, uh, is not worried about it at all. He is, uh, He's not worried about the risk, uh, and uh, and I think David is uh, focused on uh, bringing it back to the playoffs. As uh, uh, you know, we, because he said last year we stunk, uh, we they were pretty did. terrible, and it was a tough year sure. uh, without Ben. Uh, but he's not scared. Uh, I've always had the mindset that I'm all in. Well, you know, and that that that's now that's key. That's a key phrase, right? Right? There. Right? Right? You you know, one of the things that I think, um, you know, when we left the game, there was a growing number of guys who uh, enjoyed the shiny things that surrounded the NFL right, life, right. rather than the actual game itself. And in my mind, David's a throwback to that time when you were all in, right? When it was all about the game. It's not right. about the shiny things. It's not about the multi-million dollar uh, game checks that you get. I mean, that's what it's about. Well, and I, not that I would have turned down the multi-million well, we dollar game it. checks. We didn't get the multi-million. <laughs> we made 37, 5, and yeah. 25 our rookies here. All right, but the fact of the matter here, Dave is saying, I'm all in. I'm ready to go. And right. to me, that is a key statement because that is a throwback statement to a time when the game was the biggest part of everything. Yeah, it was life. Yes. Uh, it was, we were so obsessed uh, with football that uh, you know obsession was the yeah, proper yeah, term yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, we were uh, uh, all off season. We were training hard. Everything and, was centered and, around you know, training. Uh, and then you got mad at me because because I said well, let's run ten three fifties. Oh my heavens, that was stupid yeah. beyond belief. Yeah, yeah. Right. At, at what point did you think that was a bad idea? Now understand, folks. Three fifties, they're not three fifty yarders. They're yeah, three hundred and fifty yards. yards. It's all around, around the football all field. around the outside of a football field. And, and uh, you had to turn in, in somewhere between sixty five and seventy seconds, and you had only forty seconds. Now, don't give me the minute and a half. You know, it was a under minute. a minute. No, we it was under minute. a minute. We I remember. Oh, get baloney! It wasn't under baloney. a minute. Baloney, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Woody wouldn't offer. I can remember in our younger days. Sitting there going, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, don't, don't, don't tell Coach Long. I'm gonna let the clock run an extra twenty and we'll yeah. get you up to around a minute. But we were running under a minute, right? All right, so you had to turn them in. So and we ran what ten of them that day, yeah. right around five. I'm like going, we should be done, but we're not done because Chaluch wants to run five more. No, it's a bad idea. Well, you know, if you run ten, you'll be in shape for five. <laughs> 
See, that's convoluted thinking because you end up running at a slower pace to make all of them. You know, it's like Webby running 16 440s. Yeah. Do you remember? 440s. That's a lap around the track. Right. He ran 16 of them. He ran the 440s the same speed as he ran the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he did, his stride didn't vary, you know, but he was tremendous, in tremendous, tremendous condition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know what? Actually, I think the 5050s was the stupider thing. The 4040s. I thought we did 50-50s. No, 40-40s. Okay, so 40-40s, and then we ran some of the 350s. Yeah. 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 That, but you now, know, that was uh, ludicrous, man. Yeah, you know, we were uh, fin- finally conditioned athletes. Uh, we were you know, in good Chuck, shape. You know, Chuck uh, uh, made us run. Well, sometimes we ran ourselves into the ground. Right. That's the unfortunate right. thing. Was yeah. Sometimes you I remember when you passed out. Oh, I did. And uh, Webby was Which standing. One? Be, uh, oh, Webby, uh, our rookie yeah, year? Yeah, we- Webby was standing over you, and he said, oh, my idol, he's he's just doing good. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and then Webby said, uh, Rook, if it comes to me giving you mouth-to-mouth resuscitation or you're dying, consider yourself a dead man. Absolutely, yeah. man. Because I ran right on his tail. That was killer. Yeah, yeah. I thought if I could just hang with him, he'd appreciate uh, Look at this kid, a young guy. Come in. What happened? I just <laughs> fell on the ground. I, could, yeah. I like, died at yeah. the, the fifth one. It was unbelievable. I, I know the, the bear got on your back. Oh. Yeah. It, 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 it was there from the third one on. Yeah. <laughs> So, so the fact of the matter is, look, one of the things I love about David and what I appreciate, he's saying he's all in. Yeah. There's no thinking about, uh, you know, I, I kind of rethought this coach. and No, it's everything he said about there was so true. It's the routine of football. Yeah. How important was yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, routine yeah. that we went through each and every year? Well, you know, he said, I don't know what I'd do without football. And we didn't know what we would do. No. Right. You know, because uh, I thank Jesus every day for the gift of the NFL. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, I. I what you a know, great sport. Yeah. And it was a gift because I was small and slow and uh, the, the Lord blessed me. Uh, and I, I and, and you I, got bigger, and, and and you're still small and yeah, slow. Yeah, yeah, I'm still small and slow. <laughs> but we were, uh, we were all short. But you know what? Uh, it was a gift. Yeah, uh, it was a gift. And what uh, about me? I came from a brother in assembly. It was all about turn the other cheek. Well, you don't want to turn the other cheek all the time. You got some yayas. You yeah, got to yeah. let out. Well, you when you met me, you changed the you changed all the way. <laughs> you kind of you kind of you influenced me in a wrong way, Chalucci. Yeah, I hold that. Well, you know, I get, well, we were we were like David. Hey, you're gonna have to do some explaining to the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, we were like David. Uh, warriors, and uh, uh, you know we. Well, were, I always uh, refrain from that because, because of you know my experience with Rocky and then my son and everything. You know, we we were combative. Yeah, we if were anything, combative. we were very gladiatorial in yeah, what we're doing. I, I, not you know, warriors. Yeah, those the warriors are the true war oh, fighters. Okay, yeah, right, we're not warriors. We, no. we were not warriors. I can't. No, but can't we were. Put that. We we would battle. Oh yes, yeah. We would battle. We're extremely, and... extremely competitive. Right. Extremely combative, uh, and um, um... you know, and, and and for me, you know, it was it, it was a great release. Yeah. <laughs> turn the other yeah, cheek. I yeah, don't have yeah, to. yeah. You don't have to turn the other <laughs> no. cheek. Well, you know, because football is one on one, 
and uh but see back in the day it was more than just one-on-one right. it was about you and that dude over you yeah right that's what i loved about offensive line play right. back in the day yeah back in the day it was like okay well, we're gonna see who's standing three three and a half hours from now right all right yeah, yeah. and it was uh uh it was a battle oh, and, it was and it was fun it was fun. It was. Uh, and, it was a ball up your fist, have at it time. And, and it was a gift from God. It was. Uh, yeah. Not everybody's meant to be a doctor or a lawyer right. or yeah, something. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you can be a little Abby normal. Or a football player. Right. I yeah. mean, you, you can be a little Abby normal, and that yeah. probably it really hides itself well in the NFL. Yeah. You know, but we loved it, and yeah. it was just great. And uh, David DeCastro has been to five Pro Bowls. Yes, and, 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 and well-deserved. Yeah, yeah, and he's a, he's a great player. He is a great player, and, and he this prepares. Is, this is ninth year. Somewhere around there, yeah. I, I don't know. Year. I have to kind of yeah. go and look and pull out the stats. Yeah, it's his ninth year. But the fact of the matter is, you know, David really talks about being all in and the fact that uh, he just, as you said, couldn't imagine not playing. Yeah. Um, and that football is, is, is uh, he said, he said it's like a religious experience, which in essence, I can understand that. All right. But not in the frame of mind like that necessarily, but it was, that's how intense preparation for the game. Cause I always said the game is physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Right. When you go out there, because it takes all the essence of yourself. Yeah, and and to compete. Uh, you know, and uh, we prayed about it. Absolutely. Yeah, we we prayed that the uh, the Lord would be with us. Yes. And we cover prayed. me in the day of battle. Yeah, you cover me in the day of battle. What what psalm that's, is that? Uh, uh, that's just one of them psalms, yeah, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't think of it right now. I gotta, I gotta find the house address. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but the uh, fact of the matter is that you know you you had back then a very it was a very militant, combative mindset. Right. Yeah. That you it, entered it, into. It, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. But the thing that I enjoyed about it was the routine of like you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday preparation, uh, Thursday dinner w- with your bride, go out, and then Friday, Saturday was the run up to Sunday. Right. Or whatever. If it's Monday, then you move it a day or so. But the, the, the routine of it was so intense. Yeah. And the moments of intensity before kickoff were delicious. Right. I mean, you can still feel that sort of intensity that bubbles up within you when you, you sit in there and you picture that locker room and Chuck coming in. Yeah. And, you know, you can feel the vibe of electricity of the fans. It's just spectacular. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he, he has a wife and two kids. Yes. Uh, two daughters. Uh, and he said, uh, I'll be honest, I'm not too afraid. Uh, that's my personal opinion. Uh, we pray, take pride in the offensive line. We think we're going to be pretty good. And that they have to be good this year. They have to be, be good. more yeah. than good. They've yeah. got to be great. Yeah. You know, this is – and there's some aspects I really want to continue if we go into the, into the next uh, right. segment with this because there's, David said so much. And what I want to do is spend a little more time because think about the possibilities of where you came from last year. And we'll go over some stats that just tell you just how pathetic the yeah. offense operated at. And what, where they came from, well, we'll, we'll go over in the next segment. Yeah, you know, but uh, do you, he said maybe we're getting a little old. Let's, let's tease that and go into the next segment. Yeah, this but is interesting. Yeah, There's some things he said that yeah, I, I just yeah. went, Yeah, did he say that? 
Yeah, uh, Jacob, we're we're we're, we're ready to break, yeah, baby. All right, all right. Take it, us to break, Chalooch. Right, we're ready to go. Okay, brother. Let's uh, go, man. Yeah, let's, let's go, go baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, if you want to get in on the conversation, it's four one two. He's got a hawk nine one nine. One three one six. I I I just uh, I, something's I, wrong I, with his throat. Something's wrong with his throat. All right, we'll take a break and we'll be back that was before Jacob yeah, was yeah, even that, born. Yeah, that that that, that, that quote is that's uh, old. Uh, uh, yeah, that's from Robin in the Seven Hoods. Yeah, uh, something's wrong with his throat. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll take a break and we'll be back. He's Wolf. I'm Touch, and you are in a locker room. <laughs> Oh, oh, as far as last year? I don't know, man. Last year sucked. I kind of already forgot about it. It was not fun to play. As you know, as an offense, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty terrible. Um, just, yeah, you kind of, you know, lose confidence and it just kind of snowballs and you just find ways to lose games. Can't win them when your defense is getting five turnovers. Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty tough year. Um, you know, it falls on everybody. You know, that's why it's a team sport. You know, you can't, you can't lose that confidence. You got to, Got to be better, but yeah, hopefully we can uh, get a better attitude this year. Hopefully we can stay healthy. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. So that was David DeCastro and No, Ario. that's Kevin Cronin, oh, my buddy. Oh, guys, you Ario know. Ario Speedwagon. You are Met him such, twice in 30 years. You're such a name dropper. <laughs> Man. We, we hung out twice in 30 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah the, uh, you're a Kevin Cronin groupie. <laughs> Kevin. About Second time you meet him, I'm like, hey, I met you like 30 years ago. He's like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, David DeCastro uh, was talking about last year, and the yes. offensive line Ooh. wasn't up to snuff last no. year. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that whole offense, think about it. They were number 30 in total offense, number 27 in scoring. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think about it, there's only 32 teams, right? Yeah. So that was like the lowest of the low. They scored one offensive touchdown in eight of their final nine games. Yeah. I mean, Chalooch, you know, I, hey, you know what? We, we know what it's like to be on a bad offense. Right. Okay. Right. We've, we had some. Yeah. All right. And the fact of the matter was when you score one touchdown in eight of your final nine games, get Zooks, man. It's like the San Francisco fiasco. You're handed five takeaways. The defense goes out there and plays magnificently. They yeah. take the ball away five times, and you can only manage six points. Yeah. That's that's losing football to be sure. Yeah. I mean, that's just not going to get it done in any way. Shape or form, Chalooch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I just uh, uh, don't think uh, you know he's uh, he's not ready to be done yet, and he's still enjoying it. Uh, and, well, he's uh, all in, man. Yeah. He's excited about it, like we were. Even look, even when we had down years, yeah. we bounced back because that's the nature of the beast. Offensive linemen are, without a doubt, in my mind, they are the most optimistic group. Amongst all the guys, I mean, there there reigns optimism, even when 
things are not good. I mean, you look at each other and you, you think of yourselves as a brotherhood, that five across the board and everybody in the meeting room. It's all part of being that grouping of hogs and your identif- identification is as a group. It's not as a singular entity. It's, it's not one person. It's all of you together. So the fact of the matter is whether you are – you know, watching film or working out or something, you're doing it together yeah. as a group, and that's right. where your identity lies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just, uh, um, I, you know, I think that uh, we, as offensive linemen, they're the closest group in on that in that locker room right. and on that team. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we. Uh, you know, we were so close. Uh, we we went down. We all worked on, out yeah, together. Yeah, we, we ran together. together. Yeah. You know, and the thing I always think about is you got five offensive linemen. It's like the five fingers, if you include the thumb as being a finger. But the thing that about, that makes the offensive line special is that when you're together for a long time and you get closer and closer and closer and you close your hand like the fingers get closer and closer, what, you got a fist. Yeah. And when you have a group of guys who are like-minded, who play as one, right. who are able to um, – be all about one for all and all for one. Yeah, uh, that that becomes a real hammer, and that's what this offensive line has been. Yeah. You know, and so here's the interesting thing that I took from David DeCastro. Yeah, did you hear when he said this may be Al's last year? Right? Did you read that? No, you didn't read that. Yeah, I, I, I. All right, he said that. He said this may be Al's last year. Now I don't know if he was just arbitrarily saying that in in talking about Marquise and himself getting older, and he said this could be Al's last year. But I was like, hmm, ha. Ah. I mean, it was a Myron moment for right, me. Right, right, yeah. You know, just looking at that and, and asking, what just just what were you thinking about there? Yeah. I, you know, uh, he's 30 uh, in nine years. Who are we talking about? Uh, David DeCastro. Okay. Uh, he's 30 years old right. and nine years in the season – you know, I, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, we we were we played as long as we could. I could have. I I think I could have squeezed out another year, but I I did not want to squeeze out another year. Yeah, I was too beat up. Right, I was just too beat up. Yeah. So when I was done, I knew going into my twelfth year, you know what? Um, I'm done. Yeah, and uh, I had a couple inquiries at the end of the year, but it was just like, no, nah, thanks. I'm I'm good. Yeah, uh, and uh, so you know, uh, the offensive line. Uh, they play a long time, uh, and you know, uh, uh, Kobe played 13 years. Right. Uh, Bubba played 13 years. Right. Webby played 17 years. Right. Uh, and um, you know, uh, you 14, me 12. Sammy, uh, Sam uh, played 14. 14 years. Yeah. Uh, so and, yeah. There and and that was. In a time when it was really hard to play for, right. that's a hard fourteen years. Yeah, yeah, you know, no doubt about it. And so for the guys today, this is all. This is good. Did Boss play seven, fourteen years? I thought, yeah, close or, enough. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get double digit years are long, right. Long years. All right, in the NFL back then, uh, they're a bit shorter now. Uh, yeah. It's not you don't have the wear and tear yeah. quite as much as you did. Uh, back then, but the fact of the matter is, the offensive line, as a group that, that plays together, they are the engine of that offense. Right. And so, when I look at this, and I and I see things like 
talking about scored one offensive touchdown eight of their final nine games. The Steelers scored 10 points in each of their final three games. Yeah. Just 10 points. Yeah. That defense played so terrific. Sack leaders, 54 sacks, 38 takeaways, all this stuff. Yeah. And, and it, it, it didn't manifest itself right. with the offense. Yeah. Just too many problems. And it all starts all it's like it's like you know all all roads lead to rome well right. all roads lead to ben right and everything all will roads prosper. lead to chicago <laughs> chicago yeah you're out of your because mind because of the pizza <laughs> well Deep you know what dish, you, okay. pizza. that's okay that's worth when, a road you know, trip uh do you remember when we made our first road trip to chicago um my buddy marty brought us a pizza from yes. duoy's yeah. yeah, that was that was that was heaven on that earth. That was uh, and we and we that had, was so deep. I'd never had pizza that deep yeah, before. Yeah, that and, was thick. And we ordered room service shrimp. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to eat. And we had shrimp and uh, pizza. Well, but we were stuffed. Yeah, the, I couldn't believe that pizza. Yeah, and it was only like three slices or something. Yeah, that, that you're stuffed with. Yeah, because it, it was that stuff just sat in your right. gullet. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, it was that sweet Uno's stuff. Uno's and Due's was the first two pizza deep dish pizza places uh, in Chicago, and then Gino's, uh, and then Gino's East. Gino's East, they had that that uh, slab of of uh, but, what was uh, it sausage? sausage yeah. Man, it covered the whole the yeah, whole tray. It, it, it was a, it was a manhole cover. Oh, it was. It was yeah. tremendous. Yeah, Jacob, you should have seen it. it was as thick as your head. Yeah. You know, not the, you know, I'm not saying that you know, you know what? The, like the last last year, last year, last summer, I went to uh, Gino's East, right? And I had the cheeseburger pizza. Oh, cut it out! Oh, it was so great. Oh, that's just wrong. Yeah, it it, it was uh, um, the pizza. You didn't bring nothing che- for no, me. No, 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 no. And there was cheeseburger. There were burgers all over the pizza, and then oh. French fries on top of it. Are you kidding and me? On top of it, and oh, pickles Zooks, on top man, of that's it. That's just un- yeah, that's unrighteous yeah, talking and, about and it. You know like what? Uh, I ate that. I ate that. <laughs> Was your stomach thing. on fire? Yeah, my stomach was on fire. <laughs> but it's worth the pain. Yeah, that was worth Sometimes the pain. Sometimes you just got to yeah. bear the pain and yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of bearing the pain, you think about this. Just to sum up just how pathetic the offense performed last year. You know, uh, Steelers eclipsed 300 total yards of offense just three times over their final 12 games. Yeah. Now, to put that into context, and this was all put together. I'm trying to remember who wrote this article. Did you see who wrote that? Jerry Dulac? Was it Dulac that wrote that? I don't well, know. On, on David DeCastro? Uh, one of them, because yeah. several of them, and somebody listed all the, uh, did all the great work here, and I can't remember Dad Gummit, because I always like to credit people yeah, who yeah, do a right, good right, job yeah, like yeah, that yeah, researching. Yeah. So, but think about it. You got 300, 300 total yards. They only did that like three times over 12 games, right? Right. What was it? Uh, 27 of 32 teams averaged 300 yards a game. Averaged. Yeah. You know, I mean, they weren't even able to ring the bell but three times yeah. with 300 total yards or more. Yeah. So D- David said, I'm open to anything. And he and he said, I, I know it could be shut down uh, right. tomorrow. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I think um, I don't know how it's going to go. 
Uh, but I, I'm excited. It's going to go good. Yeah, baby. I'm, I'm excited about uh, the season because Ben is hungry. Juju's hungry. Right. Uh, Deontay Johnson is hungry. I'm hungry. James, yeah, you're always hungry. Uh, and James Conner is hungry. Yes. Uh, and the offensive line is hungry. Well, no doubt about it. And one of the things I, I believe that David was really pointing out as he was talking to all the guys was look, the window's getting smaller yeah you know al could be in his last year marquise and i were getting older right marquise is what double digit years right he's like 10 or 11 somewhere in there david's up around getting close you know know what it's funny that we see these guys as young guys oh yeah and now they're in double digit years oh i know yeah i mean think about it we've been privileged to watch every single game that ben roethlisberger has played right uh, as a professional, yeah, and and watched every single game uh, live. Yeah, I mean, wow, that's you a know, blessing. And in two thousand and four, privilege when uh, uh, Tommy Maddox got hurt. Yeah, uh, and Ben came in right uh, against Baltimore, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we, you know, the next week was the Hurricane game, Miami yeah. Dolphins. Yeah, and that was Ben's first start. Uh, and uh, that was when we went out uh, uh, looking for uh, the hurricane. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. One of the another one of the dumb things you did. Yeah, yeah. You talked me into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we went. Uh, we went. We walked uh, in the middle of it during the night. Yeah. And then we went swimming. Then we swam. Remember when we were waves. shooting down yeah, the the, yeah. the beach? Right, right, right. You know, I think about that now. I'm thinking, would You're, you let your kids do? N- yeah, no. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I'm. I, I, I jumped in the water. You said, I'm not going in. And I said, come on, don't be a w- wuss. Well, you were shooting down the beach. Right, right. It took us like 200 yards down right. the beach, yeah. sideways. Yeah. yeah. It was like rapids. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it, it was it was dumb, Chalooch. It yeah. was dumb. Yeah, well, we Say the fun. word dumb. What? Was it fun? Yin's a dummy. Was it fun? It was fun, yes. All right, so it was, it was fun. All right, it was fun. Yeah. But Yin's a dummy anyhow. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that's... You know, we're going to have to do that. The you, top you, three you, stupid things you, you talk you, to you You always say that I'm reckless. You are. Yeah. You are. Ah. You know, that. that's probably why we became friends. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You come out of a brother in assembly. <laughs> Turn the other cheek. Yeah, well, let's go, baby. <laughs> this is how you roll. And, and I, you know, I, I, before I, before I, I uh, gave my life to Jesus. I I, I was not a turn the other cheek guy. <laughs> no, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't. I was like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the fact of the matter was that was that was just a wild time. But yeah, um, yeah. You know, the window is is growing smaller for these right. guys, and they are indeed going to yeah. have to come about and have a game. But here's the thing: I want you to think about. We go to over the next break. Right. Think about what could have been. Right. This is what bothers me. And I know you can't look back, right? But if think about this, if um, think about what could have been had uh, you got A, B, Lev Bell, and Ben. You know, I mean, if they had played ball together, right? If they had done the, uh, you know, given the hometown discount, if they had uh, been copacetic and and so forth. Right. I mean, I know it's just wishful thinking. But think about the possibility of that offense who scored. They talked about scoring, averaging 30 points a game. Right. Well, the Steelers didn't. Did they even score 30 points once last year? Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, that's crazy. 
That's crazy. Yeah. And if you have this defense with that offense, holy cow. Wow. You know, you're talking about reimagining what the 70s Super Bowl teams right, maybe right, were right. like. Yeah. The Think de- about it. Great offense, great defense, and we're going to be uh, – the, the Steelers are going to be great this year. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, He's still stupid. Yeah, but 412-919-136 if you want to get on the conversation. 1316. Uh, he's yeah, would whoops. you get it right? It's 1316. Right, I said that. No, Jacob had to correct you. No, I didn't. Jacob didn't correct me. I'm sorry he corrected you. No, he didn't correct yes, me. Yes, he did. Jacob, did you correct me? I had to. He <laughs> said, I think he just said one, three, six. <laughs> All right. 412-919-1316. It's training camp for us, That's too. right. We're all, all right. mental. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. You know, uh, in the Post-Gazette uh, yesterday, there were uh, there were two camp phenoms, Fred Johnson and Deontay Spencer. Uh, and uh, Fred Johnson was the one you picked. Right. Uh, Tuzar Skipper was the one I picked. And uh, uh, because Fred Johnson made the team, you won. Uh, but that that jumped you up to uh, uh, how I many? I believe I'm eighteen two and one. Yeah, eight two two and one. Yeah, eight two eight. Well, you're eighteen two and one. Yeah, I'm two, two and 18, two. No, I'm two eighteen and one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But but uh, I'm on a hot streak. Yeah, yeah. I'm one in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Camp Phenom battle started in 1982 uh, with uh, uh, with uh, Joe Cuglieri. Joe Cuglieri and uh, uh, George Perlis say he said uh, the defensive line coach Joe Cuglieri was a nose tackle, and he was really good and. Uh, George Perlis said he's a camp phenom. He's the phenom. Right, right. And so when we retired, uh, we started picking a camp phenom every year. Uh, and uh, uh, last year, you picked uh, Fred Johnson. Mm-hmm. And Fred Johnson got cut and went to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you know, he made the team. Uh, yep. And but Deontay Spencer was cut. And he went to uh, Denver Broncos. I I I, I was a big Deontay. He was good. Yeah, he was good punt returner. I was big fan of his. Uh, he had a punt return, I think, for his rookie year. Right. Uh, he had a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, uh, the last two years, uh, Tuzar Skipper and Ola Denihi, and I I I I went Mike Hilton one year, and uh, yeah. By the way, I want to throw credit out to Chris Adamski. Fine job of reporting and collecting and writing a story. Uh, he writes for the trip. Right. That's where I was pulling the stats yeah, with. Because you like to credit the guys yeah, that don't. Cr- cr- Chris is a good writer. Yeah, he is a good writer. You know, yeah. and I just want to go kudos to him. Chris you know, Adansky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and so. Uh, you know how it is when you're offensive lineman. You know, you give credit to who, you give credit to who. Yeah. You, cre- you, you give sort credit. Of. Yeah. And so. Um, <laughs> Something like that. So uh, have you picked a camp phenom yet? No. 
Yeah. We haven't even gotten into pads yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, and you can't draft choice. I don't even know who the the, 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 yeah, the UFAs uh, are. Free agents are. Uh, so drafted free agents. I will wait and see and let my eyes tell me. And, of course, asking Kevin yeah, and yeah, everybody you, else you I can always manage. Ask all the, you always ask all the I think uh, it's good scouts. to collect a lot of information. Yeah, but, you know, I, I'm doing a lot of scouting. I, I choose myself. And, uh, yeah, uh, well, I'm on a roll. Yeah, well, you, you, you got <laughs> I'm one. one in a row. Well, you know, um, I trust I trust my eyes better than your well, eyes. You're like Magoo. Yeah. What do you mean? I drove with you. You got your one eyed and you can't, for crying out loud, you drive like Mr. Magoo. Well, well oh, Magoo, you've done it again. <laughs> you've done it again. Uh, so, um, I, you know, the camp phenoms, uh, uh, were, uh, every year we pick them, and that's fun. And then um, Kevin Colbert uh, chooses right. who wins. Right. And he he doesn't want me to win. Yeah. He, he, well, he, you know he, what? He He's about balance. Yeah. You know, and so the show technically is called Wolf and Touch. Yeah. In the locker room with Wolf and Touch because – uh, you won last year. I won last year. Yeah, yeah okay. And that's the way Kevin made that well, role. Well, I, 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 uh, I always say but we always he's forget. Wolf. He's yeah, Wolf. And that's I, right. I, 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 uh, the I problem throw is you, you get first. into habit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I throw you out first. You always have thrown me out first. Yeah. <laughs> Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw you out of the car. Uh, um, you know. Uh, it ain't easy being me. Yeah, and it ain't hard either. <laughs> So, That's uh, a good lady faith yeah, is prone yeah, to say. Good lady it's not too difficult either, So, honey. Um, you know what? Uh, we're looking at the offensive line. Yes. And uh, I, I – Again, you, think- you know, we're, we're going to ramp this up and we're going to get going, but I think the offensive line needs to regain the form that they had a couple of years ago. Did you see them uh, with uh, the running the with steering the wheel. steering wheel? Uh, what is that? Um, you know what? It's just more of the new wave thing. It's, it's anything, any gimmickry – that you can put into because you don't, you know, you're not having contact. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of, you know, to me it was like, uh, you know, we put on the, the the shoulder pads, the helmets, we taped up our hands, and, right? And we went and cracked each other. Um, you can't do that no more. So you got to kind of do things that make you occupy yourself and do things. That what are they doing with the steering wheel? They're steering, my friend. Yeah. They're the, you know, uh, is maybe it, it's symbolic. Maybe it's the offensive line is really steering the whole car. Right. It's not Ben. It's not the backs. It's not the wide receivers. It's the offensive I, line. I, you know, I, I didn't. It, I, it really I, doesn't I, work I, that I didn't way. Make that, uh, I, I didn't make the connection to what it is. <laughs> you know, they're uh, just using their hands because, you know, you think about it. They go, they try to pop inside, grab the chest plate, you know, and then be able to uh, steer. Steer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we used to rag doll guys. Remember, we used to do the rag doll drill. Right, right. Get a heavy judo gi. We used yeah. to put it on a gi, and then you try to rag doll each other. Right. You don't try to shake. And it. then you, baby, you could drive my car. Yeah, baby, you, you could you, drive you, my. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to the phones. Beatles. Who's on the phone, Jake? Mike, welcome to the locker room, Mike. How are you, What's brother? What's up, brother? Hey, Hello. Guys, how you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Uh, I'm good today. Uh, it's rainy down here, so. Funny, it was raining like crazy up here. Well, I'd rather it be up there than down here. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I know it's early, too early to ask this question, but I'm just curious to find out to hear your answer. 
uh, with this upcoming season, if the Steelers do have a bad season or their first losing season under Mike Tomlin, <laughs> do you think that puts them on the hot seat? No, 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 no. You know, Mike has been a, a great coach. Uh, you know, he's uh, six division champions, uh, two Super Bowls, one Super Bowl victory, uh, and, you know, and never a losing season. Uh, so I, I don't think he's on the hot seat. And I sure hate looking forward to a bad year. Right. I mean, come right. on, Mike. I know. I know that you know it's something to talk about, yeah. and so that's what we're doing because this is a talk show, and that's what you do. But the fact of the matter is to look ahead and say if if they all fail this year, is this going to be? I, I to me the excitement building right now is about what are the possibilities right. of what can happen. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. So I get you, but man, oh man, I don't let the rain down there get your dauber down. Yeah, yeah. the 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 defense is going to be great. The offense is going to be great, and uh, you know, I, I think they're going to win the division. I, I think they're going to win the I th- division. Oh, I think this is going to be exciting. Yeah. Well, guys, I hope you're right. I mean, we were just having a conversation about that last night uh, about Mike Tomlin and, and is there a possibility that he might be on the hot seat this upcoming season? But guys, I, I tell you what, Hargraves. Without the without Hargraves on that nose tackle, I'm I'm really curious to see how good that defense is really going to be without him. Well, well remember, Javon also played the three technique, right? Yeah, and, and he had his best sack numbers, which were about six and a half or so sacks, I believe. Right. And the thing I look at and go, we got Stefan Tuitt back. Yeah, and, and I and, love Javon and, and, and Chris Wormley uh, and Tyson Alu Alu. Yeah. I I love Tyson. Uh, he reminds me of Kimo Von. It's going to be in good hands. And, yeah. You know the thing I. Will miss was Javon introduced me to shrimp and grits. Right. Let me tell you something. That was just absolutely delicious. Yeah, shrimp and grits is great. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I never had it before. Yeah, yeah. You that can and then you the can, chicken you, and waffles. You can have it at Carmine's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, 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 what say you, huh, brother? <laughs> what do you mean? My favorite food down here is chicken and waffles. You know what? I I didn't know anything about that until like last year, and that was like. One of the be- greatest blessings, chicken and waffles. Because I kept thinking, who eats chicken and waffles and syrup? Yeah. And then when I, I finally did have it, I was like, oh, have I been missing something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, guys. Thanks for the conversation. Have a good day. Thank right. you, brother. Take care. Stay uh, indoors. Yeah. Don't soak your head. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Getting back to. Getting back so to. So, who to, are your, uh, who's your camp? Um you know, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have a camp phenom now, right now. But uh, uh, we, you know, what was the whole point of bringing it up now? Well, because the the uh, uh, someone wrote about camp phenoms. Oh, I didn't see and it. And Freddie Johnson and Deontay uh, uh, Spencer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it started back like like you said with Joe C. Now, uh, poor Joe blew out his knee. Right after you know, remember how about when? How about when Webby um, threw him at Chuck? Yeah. I mean, Joel, the whole body. Webby was all honked off during training camp, and Joe was a big body. He was close right, to three, right, three right, bills. Right, 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 and, uh, and Chuck came in, and it was like 90 degrees, and, he, and for whatever reason, he keyed in on Webby. Yeah. And he says to Webby, he goes, what's the matter, Mike? He's a little too hot for you. Right. And remember, Webby, his eyes got as big as silver dollars. Like, this was a direct challenge from Chuck to Webby. And Webby looked at him, and he just, he just said, call the play, Brad, right. and then Brad went on. He we went on a roll. We did a, a draw. Then he ran down the field to screen. He cut Lauren Taves, and then on the third play, he let Joe Cuglieri 
drive him backwards, and he knew where Chuck was standing, and he was so mad he turned and threw all 300 pounds of Joe Cuglieri right Chuck. at Chuck. And Chuck had to jump because Joe hit the ground right, right, and right. jump over him. Yeah. And I remember at, at that point uh, Chuck said, okay. He, he blew it all up and goes, okay, guys, everybody up. Okay. Right, yeah. All right. Yeah. He had that kind of like, okay. Just, I just had a large body, large prairie mammal thrown at me. By yeah. Webby. I think I'll call this one up. Yeah, you know. He was mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Webby yeah, was really where mad. Webby was mad. You know, um, when we went down to the Keys uh, to visit Gary Dunn. Yes. Uh, we went out uh, uh, to the restaurant. The, uh, you know. Marker 66? I, yeah, Marker 66. Uh -huh. Boy, that was. Did you? The key lime pie there was a sensational. The conch steak was great. That was great. Oh, yes, it was. I had the conch steak. But and that, that key was, lime, man. Yeah, you, you, you and T.O. were to sitting to there left. singing. Yeah, we, me and yeah, T.O. Yeah. were singing. Serenading the Tom rest O'Malley. of the crew. Tom O'Malley. And the people were loving it. They yeah, enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were pretty singing. good. We were singing all these. Yeah. Uh, and, he did uh, good. Well, T.O. can really carry it, too. Yeah. Uh, he carried you, yeah, and yeah, I have to yeah, tell yeah, you. He, you know, he carried me. You're a bit I, tone deaf. I, I, I'm, I'm tone deaf. I, I, I can't know. See, I know my tone deafness. Yeah. You know, like I always say, I come from a long line of noted whalers. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And my kids say, don't sing loud in. Yeah. Uh, church, yeah, just kind of mouth the worship. words. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, just exactly. Mouth the words. Sounds right. like the brain of a mule. All right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. We'll be back after this stuff. Obviously, Ben's got 17. This is the 17th camp coming in, so he's certainly got a lot of experience. I'm gonna do whatever, whatever I can do to help assist him, whatever he might need me to do. But, but obviously, the younger guys are a, a different. They don't have as much helmet time and, and playing experience. So working with with everybody, but there's certainly a difference. I, I, I respect to see your, see what your question's saying, and and there's a difference there. His history with Randy, them and Randy, a long time, and I'm just kind of coming in to facilitate. Um, what I can in any way with, with him, but then also with the, with the younger guys. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. 157 Riverside, Riverside Avenue. That that uh, it always reminded me of whenever when we were out in the field and we had to flip sides and, and the coaches would yell Riverside it right right I never understood that really yeah well, what it's the historical it. it's reverse right it. but what's the historical sig significance of saying Riverside well you know everybody all coaches uh, when they talk about uh, uh, reversing it they say Riverside. Uh, and, I understand and Mike that. Tomlin said that, you know, and Matt I Canada, you know. Now, the, is that from being on a river and you're over on one bank and you say, okay, we've got to switch over, so Riverside it, get on the other side of the river? No, Could I, that be it? No, I don't think no? so. I okay. don't think so. I, I just think it's reverse it. Why don't you say reverse it? Riverside. Yeah, because. Uh, was, no, no, there's got to be something with Riverside. You know, you know what? The football coaches love to uh, speak with their own language. True. And, uh, you know, Except for Riverside. Chuck. Chuck was very right on. Yeah. Except when he told stories. Yeah. When he was trying to tell stories, then it 
Sometimes he just lost us. Right, right. And, and he's get frustrated <laughs> and dismissed. Uh, so exactly. Matt Canada uh, was uh, speaking. And, and you know, Matt, I, 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 he's a, just a humble guy. And he's a oh, great yes. guy. And uh, he was know, spot on in that interview. Yeah, and he want he wants to assist Ben and uh, uh, and Randy. And uh, you know, he, he he was brought in to work with Ben and the other quarterbacks, Matt uh, or Mason Rudolph and uh, Duck Hodges. And he's uh, I, I think he's good. He, he's such a humble young man that he's going to fit in well. He's got a great haircut, yeah, too, yeah. just like me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the fact of the matter is this. When you listen to the questions that were coming at him, right? there could have been a problem. You could have had a spark. You could have had a misunderstanding. Something could have happened. And I love the way he, he walked it. through a minefield of questions yeah. and did so without stepping on anybody's toes. Yeah. And he kept the company line, making sure that whatever his his input will be, it will be, you know, uh, secondary to uh, Randy and the other guys uh, officially from the outside as of right now, and that's, that's the way it should be. You know, Randy and Randy Matt, is a great offensive right, right. mind. Yeah, and you know, Randy, the, here's the problem. Yeah, people look at Randy and go, "Well, for crying out loud, I mean, you know, the, the, the offense. You were just thirtieth last year. Hey, we had a lot of weapons. Right. We're gone. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, that, that that has something to do with it. And you know, Randy and uh, Matt Canada. I like buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, Matt Canada will have a big impact on Mason and Duck Hodges, uh, and, and he looks like a he looks like a good teacher. He's know? an excellent teacher. Yeah, yeah. From everybody that I've heard that has worked with him, to watching some of the the film work that you can get from his his um, you know his imagination that comes out in his offensive variations and nuances and sets everything misdirection rollouts right right right. Uh, you've got pre-snap motion that i think is just huge right because we could do none of that last yeah, year yeah 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 and and uh, the outside zone inside zone uh you know it's like san francisco misdirection a lot of window dressing uh keeps the you know when you do shifts and you don't know defensively whether it's going to be a boot whether it's going to be an outside zone right. or uh, or a play action pass, uh, you you are you're a little bit flat footed. You get guys who um, get overwhelmed with the amount of movement, right. and you have guys who different defenses. What what, what did Keith Butler say? Yeah. One of the big reasons you bring Vince Williams back to uh, playing him as much as they're going to play him this year was his ability to communicate yeah. and to get the alignment correct. And also from the primary to the secondary, meaning as Rod talked about it, there's a primary set, that final look that you get right before the snap. And then, you know, just before the snap, when they start a little motion, something, now you got secondary calls that come out. Yeah. You got to make sure that you're communicating what your responsibilities are back and forth because guys get uh, all jumboed up and, you, you know, you get miscommunication. That's where you get the big breaks. You know, when you start running the ball effectively, uh, play action is great. And especially play action boots. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, especially when you got somebody who can hide the ball a right, little bit, right? And do yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff from under center. Yeah, when it's really hard to see. Yeah, uh, and Ben can do that. Yes. Uh, and uh, it, it's going to be interesting 
Um, do you honestly think that they're going to do anything under center, though? I mean, Ben was so big on, you know, the, the shotgun snap because he did it all through college. Right, right, right. I just, you know, uh, I, I keep pleading for it, you know. Because if you're running the ball, you got to run it from under center. Yeah, and uh, and if you're play action passing, you're gonna do it from under center. Uh, shotgun. Uh, it's two. It's, it's second level guys can read that yeah. really easy. Yeah. You know. So, and I get it. You know, you you go with those. You know, the option run pass. Right. You know, and you you have that that play available to you, and okay. Um, but at the same time, I just I like getting under center. I like guys getting a three-point from time to time, being able to have that yeah. low center gravity. Because you can really fire out. And right. I get it. It's not the same as back in our day when we rolled over the front foot. You're still taking an angle nowadays. Right. You're punching off with a hand and creating that side-to-side action rather than north and south action. Right. And, um, you know, I, I get that, but I still would like to see you know, good power footballs. Right, fun. right, right. So. Smash mouth. Yeah, a little smash mouth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think we're going to see a lot of uh, of great things out of this offense. This uh, blue collar with a touch right. of ever ever effervescence. I couldn't yeah. say the word. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, you know, uh, we're going to see the offensive line, and David DeCastro was talking about it, and uh, he was saying, you know, we we got to be better. Uh, we well, there's no be, question, yeah. and they will be better. Again, I go back to I thought it was an off. You know, Al didn't have the, the year that he's capable of having. Right. Because we've seen it. Um, you know, across the board, I don't think they had the year that they're capable of producing. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about next year is when you take advantage of the next year, that's an opportunity to regain, reestablish, and do the things that you want to do. Yeah. And, again, I go back to when you got Ben under center or – Shotgun, just for the sake of right. uh, what we're talking about. When you got Ben back there, you can't crowd the freaking box like uh, you know, like crazy. You know what I mean? You, you just can't. You drop that one guy down, and he's going to go long ball to one of them wide receivers. Right. You know. So I just think with Ben at the helm, you just cannot. You're not so predictable. Right. You know, and you just you you got to you got to be able to backpedal. Yeah. If you're on that defensive end out on the corners. Yeah. So um, uh, one of the things is who we're going to see starting the five, the starting five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're going to be able to see a lot of two tight ends, Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald, I, I, I think. I'm wondering about Zach Gentry at all. Huh? Yeah. I mean, did, did he get muscularized, you know, get, get spend the offseason lifting? I know. I'd like to see know. him. Yeah. I'm anxious to see what he can do. Remember Jesse James. You know, Jesse, when he first came, he wasn't the he was physical. Skinny. Yeah, he was skinny and stuff like that, you know, and I don't know, maybe he got the little got some squatations with manhole covers and, right. and a bar and went to Golden Corral and beefed out. The fact of the matter is he put on some size and muscle. And he started to really be able to come off the ball and move some people. Right. Yeah, and I, that's thrilling to see. So you want to see that metamorphosis happen with a guy like Zach Gentry? Yeah. Maybe it can happen to Zach, and maybe, maybe do you ever see a tight end bunch? Would that yeah. be fun? Yeah, we call that the fun bunch. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we're and and you know multiple tight ends, three tight ends. I you know I don't know if the Zach Gentry is going to get in the, the three. Tight end or Zach Banner, uh, you know, 
but you know, I, I depends on who's starting at right tackle, yeah. Chaluch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I and I, I just think. Uh, but at some point, Zach Gentry's got to make his presence felt. Right. You know, right, and he's right. he's a six eight tight end. Right. Come on, you got to be able to use that somewhere. Right. That 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 size is uh, that catch radius is is great. And you know, with Chase Claypool. You know, we've got big receivers now. Some big receivers. Chase is very much like a tight end. Right. Gadzooks, the man, is 240. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, 238. But he's ripped. He's yeah, ripped. he's ripped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I... I uh, yeah, he. I, I couldn't. I couldn't be that ripped unless uh, I was in six months in the grave. Well, you know, <laughs> we're, we're never ripped. No. Uh, all right, so it's four one two nine one nine one three one six. Who do you want to see this year? Who are you most excited about seeing in camp? Uh, and uh, Wolf, uh, who are you most excited about seeing? Well, we, you know, talking about this yesterday, I, I still with the same guy. It's UG three. I just. You know, for whatever reason, he's in my gourd. I, I thought a lot of the kid last year. I think he's a fine young man. I was excited to see him be able to um, do the things that he was able to do for the first half of the season up until he had a low back injury. Right. Uh, I thought that um, he's got those some of those unusual characteristics that make him appreciable, not just in the special teams, but maybe in maybe the dime nickel defenses where you you're looking for a hybrid. Yeah. You're like he's a Prius with a punch. Yeah. You know, he's got something to him. He's got a little jump in those legs. He's right. got some speed. You know, a little Ryan Shazier like. It reminds you of a little bit, you know, some of his capabilities. So um, you know, Will we see it? I don't know. You know, I'm hoping. I would like to see that. Yeah. You see him run down on the kickoff. He makes some hits. You see him able to do punt, punt return, all that stuff. But can he apply that in in within the confines of a schem, the schematics of a defense? Right. And, and do those things. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, and I'm looking for Chase Claypool. Uh, that that guy is. He is I, magnificent. I, looking, I, I'm man. looking for. For how he produces. Well, let me let me ask you this: his production. I don't think you can just simply say it's a matter of what it is. Uh, you know, catches and yards and all yeah. that. I think the fact is, with his four four speed, four four and change, whatever. Right. Um. I, I look at that and I go, you know, he's going to drag some people deep. He's going to get people bailing out early. He's going to have cornerbacks that that you know when you get contentious with a wide receiver, try to press him. Him being able to club, boom, right? Yeah. I mean, he's going to make some people backpedal and move, and that's what stretches windows. So I think his contributions can also be how he affects the defense and creates windows and opportunities for other guys. And he may create windows for Juju. Uh, you know, and he needs that. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and Juju, uh, I think, is going to be uh, uh, have a – Big year this year. I think he's going to have a bounce back well, year. You know he's going to yeah. be hungry. The man, yeah. the man is all about preparation and getting after right. it. You know, and uh, he's and toughness. He's yeah, he's a tough dude. And the fact of the matter is, when you got somebody with some top end tear the top off the coverage speed like a Claypool does, I, if I'm Juju, I'm sitting there going, yeah, put me out there with him. Let me let me uh, you know dice and roll with some things around him because in his wake. You're going to find openings. Right, right, right. Yeah, and and I'm 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 excited. I'm excited about Juju. So we're going to take a break, uh, and when we come back, we're going to take your calls. And uh, who do you think? Who do you want 
or who you used to expect to have a great year? You know, uh, well, who interests you first yeah, of all? Because yeah. UG three is a guy, and again, Ulysses Gilbert the third is a guy that intrigues me. Yeah, you know, we've not. I wanted to see him finish out the year last year, and he wasn't able to, unfortunately. And due to the fact that uh, one of my nephews, Maverick Ranger Wolfley, yeah. plays at University of Akron right. with him in the MAC conference, um, I got the lowdown on from Mav on on uh, Ulysses, and so I, I'm intrigued by the young. He's a fine young man, right. you know, and I and I just wanted to see what he's capable of doing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I played at the University of Akron at the Rubber Bowl. <laughs> Twice, Twice, right? Right, right, right. Uh, and it was... Uh, Were the seats had, made of rubber or something? No, 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 Nothing? no. It, you know, it was the first stadium that uh, was round that I played in. Huh. Yeah. There was nothing rubber about it? No, no, no rubber. It, you know, it's... I guess uh, it was like a tire? Yeah, the, uh, the tires were outside. So four one two nine one nine. So they got, they got that going for them. Yeah, you know, and uh, the uh, Goodyear blimp was stationed outside the rubber bowl. Okay. Yeah. and uh, So they got that uh, going uh, for them. Akron zips. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm touching you are in the locker room. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. You know, Zach Banner (laughs) has been a cult hero. Oh, yeah. Has has developed into a cult hero. And uh, he's a flash dancer. Yeah, he's a flash dancer. I thought it was funny. I laughed. Yeah, Yeah. I laughed when he did that. Yeah. You know, when you see somebody 6'8", 360 pounds. Um, uh, cartwheeling. Cartwheeling, doing flip over things, and then, uh, uh, you know, sh- and then running shaking the hair out and all yeah. that sort of stuff. You know, when we were on the cruise, yeah. one of the things I loved about Zach was he did that, um, it was like a Samoan war dance or something like that. And, you know, it was big. You know, he gets up there on stage in front of people and he, boom, boom, he plants his feet and, you know, does a couple of, you know, the Samoan type of war chants and stuff. It was pretty cool, I thought. Yeah. You know, and he's a likable young man. Yeah. He's, he's a young man who I think had great, great abilities. One of the things I heard him say, Chalucha, was he said his uh, year in Cleveland just kind of set him back. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, who hasn't it set back in Cleveland? Yeah. <laughs> So you know, I, I want to see Zach Banner. Uh, he's a he's a guy that I want to see uh, successful. Right. And it's I, hard I, not to root yeah, for him. Yeah, it's he's a, he's a great guy. Absolutely, he's a great guy. You know, and I think he's overcome some some things that uh, you know uh, you know self inflicted injuries there. Yeah. You know, when you let let your weight get out of control, it's I would think it's easy to do when you're that big because I'm a lot shorter. Than- yeah, and, <laughs> and you, I have and, those issues and, myself. And, and you're three bells. <laughs> Tomorrow's official weigh-in, right, so let's right, not right, jump right. ahead. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So shut up. So do you, So what do you think you are? <laughs> I'm not saying. I ain't saying nothing. Uh, I ain't saying nothing. Hey Jake, how, how much do you think Wolf weighs? 
Don't even try to pull me into this one. That's not funny. I'm not getting involved. Well played, young man. Well played. Yeah. Uh, so I will say this. You know, one of the things with Zach is the fact when you uh, watch his work ethic. Yeah. He works very hard. Right. You know, and I think since coming to Pittsburgh, it's really given him a real shot in the arm and a real boost. And I think the affirmation and the encouragement to for him to realize his talent has really come on here. And uh, I, I'm excited for the young man. Yeah. Seeing what he can do coming yeah, up. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I, I am excited uh, to watch the battle, he and Chooks. Absolutely. Uh, that, it's going to be good. That's going to be a good battle. It will be a good uh, yeah, battle. Yeah, it's going to be a really good battle. And I think uh, uh, I'm not sure who's going to win it. No. But, yeah. I think right now, coming out of the gates, it's Chooks got a little bit of an advantage because they've used him more in the uh, absentee tackle spot when, right. when they had to make a move. But the fact of the matter is uh, Zach had like 240-some snaps, live snaps last right. year. And he moved some people. Right. When he got out there, he did some damage, and yeah. that's what you want to see. Now, I would say to him, I think he should do a lot of footwork drills. Right. And I don't mean flash dance type. Right, I'm talking right, right. about the, the – but, the, but he was uh, – he he was, was, Oh, he was just dynamite. He was doing flash dance oh, he was just running the, in place. Right. But the point is I would like to see him put the, the rubber band straps on his ankles and do the step slide, things of that nature where he's, you know, making making that footwork part of his hands. You know, you start punching on right. the mitts yeah. and start using his hands. If he used his hands and kept guys out from his body, right. oh, he'd be a killer. And, he, and he's got so long arms. Oh, he does. Yeah. Jumper cable length yeah, arms. Yeah, he, he, he needs to punch uh, and uh, – uh, punch and punch and punch. Absolutely. You right. know what? It was always like, what's Arch? You, you got that square shield. Why did you hammer away for 15 seconds on, 15 off? Right. Because it started to get into your gourd that you got to keep your hands moving. Right. You know, you don't just punch and then blah, blah, blah. That'll come later on with the mitts. Yeah. You got to just keep hammering away. You build power and endurance off that square shield. And I, I think it would be very useful for Zach to undergo a lot of that that uh, punch training and and the uh, the Milo uh, wall shield the wall shield it's it's there it's, is it down there it's down there it's on the indoor in in the indoor in the indoor oh uh, that's facility. right yeah. yeah that's I forgot yeah, about yeah, that yeah uh, so he, he he's got I wonder good... if Milo made any money off that yeah the poor guy you know yeah. he designed the whole thing and I remember him saying I have made you know he he sold it to some company or or was with some company that developed his wall shield yeah. so that offensive linemen could punch and use their hands on it. Right. And uh, then I remember it was a few years ago, he goes, I haven't seen a dime from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyhow. Yeah. Uh, and so Zach and Chooks, uh, that's going to be the uh, that's going to be a, a, a good competition. Now, the, the difference is, I think in pass protection, um, Chooks has an advantage, but in run blocking, I think Zach has an advantage. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things that uh, – Will be interesting is you know Dave DeCastro's got to play by both you know one of the two because if Matt Filer goes to that left guard and yeah, stays there yeah and he said you know he said Matt had a great football season last year at right tackle right you know so for Dave that you know that when you get somebody changing next to you that's uh, it's it's hard yeah you know you, you get a comfort level with somebody and you hate to see them go yeah you know I saw uh, uh, Zach and David DeCastro. Uh, in the shoots yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. They they had the shoots, uh, and they were coming off the ball. 
uh, on the square pads. Man, did you ever gong yourself in one of those? Now, what we're talking about is metal cages. Yeah. And we're, they're square. And they're probably, and they, what, four foot, four and a half foot yeah, high? Yeah, and they're designed for you to stay low. Keep low, because if not, you ram your helmeted head into right. one of those those uh, pipes. And those pipes are thick, man. Right, right. And even with a helmet on, it's like gong, you know, mm. and it just reminds you, you got to keep flat back and roll over that front foot and stay low. Right, yeah, and we that's what we uh, were taught. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what we were taught. I didn't like the boards thing. The boards thing stunk. Yeah. Well, Chuck board, didn't do that. You know, the boards thing uh you you put one foot on the other side of the board and the other foot on the other side of the board and uh you it's like a railroad track right but they got that stomp you know they chuck always used to say you run block like you run right you know what i mean and i at that um so he didn't have the boards no the heavy footed thing is it it drove me crazy yeah you know now we did that in college a little bit right and i didn't like that much in college yeah but uh the the shoots where you're coming out of the shoots that 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 does teach you to stay low because it's a headache if you don't so who's another guy that you want to uh that you're excited to see well uh if i Looking at my notes, um, I think it was the second one I wanted to see was Chase Claypool. Right. Um, and we, for all the aforementioned things that we talked about, uh, his physicality, his speed, his ability in whatever um, personnel package they're going to put him into right. is going to be an interesting one to me. What I'm wondering is, with the addition of Matt Canada uh, and some of his input in the offense, and, of course, with uh, you know Randy doing the things that Ben loves to do and those two being together for so long, there's going to be some new things coming up that I think um, you can take advantage of that great speed and the pre-snap motion, whether it's zipper motion, whether it's the jet motion, however you want to go about it. um, That motioning that they can do, uh, I think it, it, it has a promise of really opening some things up that I think are just going to be tremendous. Right, right, right. You know, uh, another guy that I want to see and I'm excited about seeing is Anthony McFarlane. Uh, you know, uh, 290. You didn't even comment on the fact that I just – a dissertation there. Well thought out dissertation okay, I just right, gave. All right, all right. Jacob, did I not have a well thought out dissertation there? Huh? It's pretty good. Okay, uh, see? Okay. All right, Wolf. <laughs> I like the way you said uh, uh, the Chase Claypool and the motions, the zip motion, zipper motion, uh, and uh, oh, I feel so much better. Yeah, Thank you, you. Yeah, the, you're 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 good. I, I, you don't know, you don't compliment me when I make a point. All the time I do. No, you don't. Affirmations left and right. I no, throw you at you. Jake, does he does he compliment <laughs> me when I make a? Good... I'm not getting in between you two. Man. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Anthony McFarland, yes. and and you know, I I love his vision, and I love his jump cut, and I love the fact that he is uh, explosive, and uh, and he's fast and he's elusive. Uh, you know, this guy, I think, is going to be a good uh, a good NFL running back. Um, maybe he's not going to be inserted into the game too fast because. Uh, he's got to get comfortable uh, and uh, comfortable in picking up blitzes and comfortable uh, in uh, pass protection. And uh, th- that's usually uh, the challenge that young guys get. But uh, I- I'm, I'm excited about James Conner also. Uh, but, it, you know, it, it's going to be. Uh, well, I'm, you're jumping ahead here now. Yeah. Okay. 
So it's my turn. Right. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to see Antoine Brooks. You're not complimenting me? Oh, curses, Batman. You know, that was good. That's because you jumped ahead. See, you jumped ahead and you went to James Conner. Then you totally threw me off. Tunch. Yeah. I think your thought process and your your total uh, elucidation of complimentary complimentary flowers thrown at uh, Anthony Ant- uh, McFarland was just tremendous. Yeah. I don't think anybody could have done that like yeah. you. Yeah, that was just just overly over and above the call of duty, my yeah. friend. Absolutely uh, tremendous. Yeah, yeah. So Antoine Brooks Jr. Now this is what interests me. Okay, you look at it, you got Minka, you got Terrell Edmonds. Yeah, those two safeties, right? You got Jordan Dangerfield. Okay, we know Jordan's a box-like guy. Yeah. Curtis Riley was just added. Okay, we also know Marcus Allen. You know what? The Brooks kid could do something if uh, he's able to pick things up quick. Yeah. You don't know. Maybe he can Maybe he can compete in there for uh, two deeper or something. You yeah. know? Uh, it's going to be interesting to me. I thought I'd like to see what he's capable of doing. I don't know very much about him. Yeah, you know, he's a good tackler. He's very physical. You know, he's a half linebacker, half safety, very versatile, great range, high points the ball, high points the ball well. Uh, can play in the box, can play center field, uh, very physical. Let me ask player. you this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Half linebacker, half safety. Yeah. All right. That tends to make me think he's more along the lines of a Rodney uh, Jordan Dangerfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't believe all these years we've known Jordan. Poor right. guy. Yeah. And I still... I'd still boot that every now and then. Yeah. By the way, did you get your T-shirt? I didn't get my T-shirt. Remember? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had a Jordan, great, yeah, yeah, Jordan he had, had a great, great t-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, we asked him for it. I know. But he didn't get it. And he didn't. You know what? Because yeah. we're, we're, we're lame. And we know, we're and, 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 you know, one of the things we also never had was uh, Ramon's lasagna. Ragu never never came yeah. across with the lasagna, man. He never came across I with the lasagna. Just, I was so disappointed because everybody spoke to how magnificent yeah. it was. Yeah, And, I mean, if you can put a seven-layer lasagna like that together, yeah. get Zooks, man. That just, that's just overly righteous, yeah, I, man. Yeah, I, I love lasagna. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we had that one up in the training camp when they made the whole wheat lasagna? Yeah, it was terrible. They thought it was like... We, we thought it was we, we thought it was uh, thought uh, it was meatloaf. Right, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, that was really. And they bad. burnt it, and it was whole wheat. Yeah, and uh, that's when we started going down to Walter. Um, we we started complaining Subway. to Walt yeah. Evans. <laughs> Walt Evans said, that, "Oh, it's it's great. It's great for you. Wheat whole wheat lasagna, <laughs> and uh, gonna, wheat. it looks like meatloaf, Walt." Yeah. All yeah. right, we got to go. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, if you want to get in and out of the conversation, tell us who you want to see. Uh, 412-919-1316. He's Wolf, I'm Touch, and you are in the locker room. The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we're back. And uh, that's hmm. Cream. Layla. No, that's Eric. It's Cream. No, it's... it's Cream. 
Oh. He, Jerry he Clapton. Pl- he played on three bands, Cream, Blind Faith, and Derek and the Dominoes. Right. But who's singing? It's uh, uh, Eric Clapton. Thank you. But it's uh, uh, it's Cream. Derek and the Dominoes. It's Derek and the Dominoes? Oh, you I didn't even get cream. the band right. Yeah. Well, you know, but it's still Clapton singing. That's yeah, all I'm saying. But, you know, he... he three bands... <laughs> He was, he, he was sensational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blind Faith. I saw him I saw him at Chicago Stadium. Did you? Yeah, and wow. uh, when he was playing, um, Willie Dixon and Muddy Waters, M- Muddy Waters came on stage, and Johnny Winter, and it was, it was Boy, great. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, did you see the 30 top guys over 30? We can save that for the next hour, but right. that, that's interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, Top players over 30 in the NFL.com. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I didn't see that. Very suspect. Uh, one, one of the things I wanted to ask you is. Okay, ask away. Do you want to see Stefan Tuitt? Boy, uh, do you want to see yeah, Stefan I, I want to see Stefan uh, in a big way. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the thing that, that you love about Stefan is his mobility and his fearsome size. Right. I mean, man, you watch watching him go. One of the things he was talking to me about, I remember a couple of years ago, he said, I love to try to get in a three technique and then crash the inside A gap. Right. You know, and beat the guy. You know, you kind of get him thinking outside and then be able to rip inside. And man, oh man, when he gets those game brains on because he understands the flow of the game and how right. to set a guy up so that you have uh, easier access to the backfield. Woo. He can be a dominant player. He can be a dominant. He's got a great rip, yes. a great club, a great swim. And a great bull rush, uh, so he, you know, he's big, physical, and uh, and he plays the run well, and he plays, uh, uh, he's a pass rusher, and I, I think he's going to be uh, a great player this year if he stays healthy. <laughs> I laugh because I picture he throw an uppercut, and you, you know how we used to clamp down on the right. uppercut, you know, yeah. and he gets his hip along a guy, and he lifts up, he lifted us right off our feet, right. <laughs> Well, not not you know we wouldn't get uh, we wouldn't get body to body in him. We punch him. We try, yeah, we try. But you know what? Uh, just looking at stuff on him, just I, I appreciated his skill and growing his technique as he's gotten older. Right. It's unfortunate that he's been limited by injuries, and yeah. that's been the biggest problem. Because I go back to I think it was Luke McCown, uh, one of the McCown brothers for Cleveland a couple of years ago. Remember when he sacked him? Yeah. It was like a freight train hitting. I don't know yeah. something on the tracks. Right, I, it was such. I was surprised McCown got up. Yeah, you know, like he did because it was that devastating the hit. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, Stefan, uh, he can be a great player. I, I think he's going to have a Pro Bowl year uh, if and, he stays healthy. Yeah, absolutely. He, yeah, he, if he stays healthy. Yeah, because uh, look who you got next to you. Right. You got Cam Hayward. Right. Cam Hayward is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, what this guy has accomplished with. His three Pro Bowls and All Pros or whatever right. it is in the last couple of years. I mean, he's just getting better. Yeah, he's just hitting the the, the fine years. The the combination of the two of them oh. can be devastating. 
you know, and, and when they run twists, uh, the Tom game, uh, where Cam uh, penetrates and uh, Stefan loops around, or when Stefan penetrates and Cam loops around. Absolutely. Uh, the, you, both those guys could take the offensive line guard and center and uh, move them uh, to the— Jaluch, this is really one of the times where you're talking about one plus one equals three. Right. Because they can do that much damage, one of them, and the addition of the other just increases the right. amount. And the, the, the chaos and mayhem that you can create in the A and B gaps are just—it's phenomenal to think about. It, you know, as Chuck would say, it's synergy. Yeah. Yeah, it's synergy. That whole thing that I can never figure the out. The sum of the parts is greater than the whole. That's it, exactly. Yeah. I never quite you, got you, that you down. Yeah. The sum of the parts No, are, the sum of the whole is greater than the, the parts, parts that are individually yeah, yeah, wrapped yeah. or something. So, I don't know. Some of the parts is greater than the whole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, you know, that they – I'm I'm curious. Yes. I, I want them to be great There's no together. question. Yeah. When uh, we had uh, – who was it, Mike from – who was it was talking about uh, Javon Hargrave? Right. Whoever Mike, it was, Mike. one of our callers was was calling about it, and the fact is, I, and I love Javon. Don't don't misunderstand me, but Javon was not Stefan. Stefan too. All right, you know, yeah. I mean, Javon had a great first step. He played low. He could be a good nose tackle. All those things. He's capable. He was strong. Uh, but believe you me, when you see the full force of what Stefan's capable right. of doing, um, they're just not in the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, He's he could take out. Oh, the whole offense, oh, yeah. the the whole uh, right well, side of the he offensive line. He can chase line. down guys yeah. from behind. Yeah, he can, he's fast. Yes, I mean you know he can he can get out to the flats on a screen and and deliver a blow. You know I mean all those things that uh, you know that that some guys are limited at. Stefan is just he he's just a beast. Right, man. right, right. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. Call us up and tell us who you want to see. Uh, and one of the rookies that I want to see is Alex Highsmith uh, as an outside linebacker. And, uh, you know, when watching film on him in college, uh, he was a relentless pass rusher. And he's uh, he, he's got uh, great movement, great change of direction, club back inside, swim back inside. Uh, the, the dip and rip uh, that we uh, so – uh, commonly use, um, but uh, he's he's going to be a, a great pass rusher. And by the way, that was a, a totally righteous uh, commentary on the skills of Alex Highsmith. Just right. wanted you to know that. So the fact of the matter is, uh, when you talk about the Highsmith, he he is intriguing. Yeah, you know, you see that he's capable. Well, you know, he's going to have to be of, on special teams. He's got that right. body. Yeah, he can pay that rent, as Mike Tomlin would say. Um, but is he going to jump Ola? Is he going to jump uh, Tuzar? Yeah, I don't know. You know, what I mean, uh, that's this is where the the off season would have been so good for right. Alex Highsmith. Yeah, you know that 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 ability to be able to get in the book, get out on the field, see your spacing, hear the calls, see the primary movement, the secondary movement, all the calls that that, that roll into one, and then be able to lock in on the snap and come off and get your 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 pass rush down. Against guys that are far better than what you faced in in you know college, this is going to this is going to be an adjustment for him. You know, good analysis. Um, you know, when we were watching film on him, 
Uh, he made big plays against uh, big teams, Tennessee. Right. Uh, and, um, uh, you know. Played bigger against bigger. Yeah, he played bigger against bigger. That's a great point. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I have my yeah, moments. Yeah, you have your moments. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I just want to I want to see him. Well, uh, they need him. Yeah, right. You know, with Chick being gone, right? Uh, you're you talking about you've got to get you got to get some serious reps, right? And you remember, I remember it, we we all waited for Chick to come along and start putting some productive reps out right. there, uh, because you knew the kid had talent. Yeah, you know, and you didn't see the manifestation of it. What part of it was with the bone chips and right. stuff and all that? But you wanted him to be able to give some off time to your primary power rushers up there, right? Okay. Now you got you, you you got yourself the Watt, you got yourself the Dupree, top notch pass rushers. Okay, twenty five or so uh, sacks between them. Um, you need somebody that can can keep it pretty close to full throttle when they get right. in there. Yeah, and uh, you know Ola Denehy is uh, is a is compact. Is he's, he's very almost compact. like James Harrison. Yes, uh, he's you know, not as strong. Yeah, he's not as strong, but, but he plays he, that leverage. But he plays with leverage. He's got something too. It's a little unusual. It's it's a little bit of a feel. Yeah, you know when you, he's got a skip step. He's got there's something there. Yeah, there's something a, I'm not he, quite sure. He's about. got a skip step, uh, uh, and it. You know when I saw him get that skip step, right? It freezes the offensive sure. tackle. Well, it disrupts the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And and then then he you just You go from got being a rhythmic to a non-rhythmic yeah. rusher, which can be difficult yeah. Rule, for some guys. Rulin Jones was a non-rhythmic. Oh, not only that, he was like he was he kept bending and right. twisting. And he, he was uh, He was like Gumby and yeah, very hard Gumby. for me. To, he yeah. was one of the hardest guys I ever had to play against. I had a horrendous game against him one right. time. Yeah. Um so the fact of the matter is for a guy like Ola you hope that uh, it, you know, if he stays with the weights, increases his strength, right? Um, he can be a major contributor. Uh, but Alex Highsmith is going to push him for time, as does, you know, the Tuzar. You yeah. know, I, we'll see what Tuzar's got got uh, still in the tank. Yeah, yeah, and and I I was uh, uh, tu- Tuzar had great preseason last year. He did. You know, he he had sack after sack and. Uh, uh, Stripped the ball and he, he was he was good, yeah. He he, he looked decent. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, and, and, now and, he played against a lot of guys that weren't yeah. in the NFL anymore, yeah. and that's when a lot of his stuff came. But you got if you can't beat the chumps, then yeah. And and w- when we put him on the um, on the practice squad, right? Giants came and s- signed him. Signed him, and uh, that and was then they yeah, signed him yeah, no more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Alex Highsmith. Uh, is a guy that we want to see. Yes. And Ola Dennehy is a guy we want to see. There's no question about it. Uh, and uh, Devin Bush, you know, I think Devin Bush is going to jump to an advanced state. Uh, you know, he's going to be much better because he, he uh, his rookie year, he played well. He had 109 tackles. And, uh, you know, I, I was very pleased with him. And he's going to be uh, – he's going get, to get the game brains that you point out, and 
see the field much better. Chaluch, one of the things that I noticed with Devin Bush early on was the fact that he's a big play guy, seems to have right. that knack, finding the ball, the ball finds him, however right. you want to call it. But at the same time was he didn't get off blocks early on, in my mind. Right. He had some issues. Yeah. You got when you come up to this level, you got some major league holders on the other side there. You know, guys that would get a real grippage, men of the yeah. cloth. So Men you, of the cloth. Yeah, you've got to be able to learn how to free yourself yeah. and, and make sure that the big shaggies can't keep gripping uh, gripping and ripping on you. Yeah. And I thought he got better at that as the season wore on. Right, yeah. I thought he was much better by the end of the season. He had a, you know, at the end of the year, he had a great feel for the game. Uh, and, you know, we always, we always talk about – how inside linebackers play. They play with their eyes. Right. There is a lot of uh, 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 stimulus that uh, – It's cross-town they, traffic, yeah, man. They, you they got they all see, kinds of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and, and he doesn't get caught up in the wash. Right. He doesn't trip over all the stuff. Right. He's got a knack for finding his way through the junk. Right. You know, so I, I appreciated that. But, again, the big thing to me was getting off the blocks – you know, because guys can really, you know, bear hug you. Yeah. You got to beat guys to that triangulation point. You know, you got to beat them to the point where you get to strike on that that offensive lineman before he can size you up and put the strike on you. Right. You know, um, uh, there is a connection with inside backer. Right. And uh, you know. Not all linebackers could play inside because uh, uh, Cower couldn't. Cower, Cower uh, uh, put uh, uh, Greg Lloyd in there, and uh, uh, Bill Parcell put uh, LT in there, and the 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 the, uh, the stimulus, the uh, well, it's, it's uh, all yeah, the, yeah. the shiny stuff flashing yeah, in front of you, and uh, they they couldn't play it right. Uh, and Harry Carson was great. Yes. He, yeah. he played with his eyes. Harry, well, and, and Harry was just a downhill banger. Right. But uh, let me just clarify. Chili went on to be able to play in the inside. Right. But the first time when he Chuck moved him, I remember Chili going, I can't stand this. this. You're keeping me awake at night right. in training camp. Because there was just so much, yeah. and it was just such a big change for him. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to learn to really be able to adjust your view to um, cut out a lot of the shiny stuff that – distracts you. Yeah, yeah, and and uh you you got to see, you got to see the field. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I remember Matt Millen uh talking about playing inside linebacker. He said you got to see the field. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh You got to see Jake giving you the high sign. 919. Right, see the field, Chuluch. Right. Be the ball. Okay? Here right. we go. 412-919-1316. <laughs> Tell us who you want to see. He's Wolf, I'm Touch, and you are in the locker room. Blue Jean, baby. Uh, I don't think the Steelers are ever underdogs or underlooked. I think we have a certain expectation around here that everybody in the NFL holds us to. But uh, as far as just individual performance, probably, you know, being coming back from, you know, a year where he got hurt and having people questioning whether he could return at his age, which would definitely drive somebody to feel like they're an underdog. But, you know, Ben is Ben Roethlisberger. If he's on the field, if he's playing, he's healthy, he's a top quarterback in this league. So I don't think there's any undermining what he's going to bring to the game when healthy. Well, 
Peace out. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Tiny Dancer Wolf. You well, had to pick I, Tiny Dancer. I just, you know, we got Vince. Yeah, you yeah. got, you know, he's not a Jonathan. Tiny, he's not a Tiny Dancer. <laughs> I thought the contrast was rather humorous yeah, myself. Yeah, but, but he was a physical play. He's a physical player. And uh, I want to see Vince Williams uh, this year because I think he's going to bring out the best in Devin Bush. And uh, those two guys, uh, you know, Devin is the athletic guy. And uh, Vince is the thumper. Right. And I, I think that the, uh, they play well together. Uh, you know, when Vince played with Ryan Shazier, Ryan Shazier was the athletic guy, and Vince was the thumper. Right. And they played really well together. They went with the Batman and yeah. Robin yeah. Uh, yeah. sort of motif, if yeah, you would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they did very, very well. Yeah, I love, I've, I've always enjoyed Vince because at least, if nothing else, he's old school. Somebody's going to leave with a, a, a bruised ego. Right. You right, know what right. I mean? He's gonna, he's gonna hit somebody. Yeah. And I love that about the guy. Um, the fact that he was such a good communicator and that Keith Butler yeah. identified that as one of the weaknesses of last year's defense right. uh, leads me to believe that, well, the product productivity can be even higher because of the fact that uh, Vince is one of those guys that is an excellent communicator who does get uh, make sure everybody gets their alignment roles and that you're all on the same page. So given that and the fact that that defense uh, really crystallized last year, think what it can do this year. And yeah. then – when you got a team, if your offense can get out and do more than we we talked about the uh, the you know the production of the offense last year, how poor it was. Yeah. But if you got teams playing from behind, right? You know, you got a great opportunity to crank that defense up and have at it. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know one one thing I like about Vince is not only he's a physical player, but he anticipates well. Uh, he's like Larry Foote. Uh, they see mm -hmm. uh, the offense very well. Uh, they play with their eyes. Right. And they, uh, you, you, you see Vince Williams anticipating before the snap. You know, he's cheating over. Well, you know what it is? It's that productivity of your your game, your, your film preparation. Right, right, You know right. what I mean? When you, you get your, you, you know, you get your uh, scouting report. And so you're there and you review it and you got it in your gourd and all that things. But you, you go down and you watch the film and then you start yeah. to apply those concepts out on the field and you get that understanding. By by the time game comes around, I mean, Vince is really dialed right. into it. Yeah. Much like when you were talking about Ryan yesterday. Yeah. You know, Ryan Shazier was of the same mind. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, Vince plays uh, great. He anticipates well. He sees the well. Uh, and he uh, plays downhill. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, Devin plays a little more side to side. Yeah. Uh, but he does play downhill when uh, he sees the I thought play. Devin got better at that as the year went along. Right, like right. I said, his ability to anticipate and – you know, get off blocks. Yeah, I, I think um, he saw it in Vince. Uh, and, you know, um, when you when you look at a guy and, uh, you know, like we uh, viewed uh, Sam Davis, Webby, John Kolb, right. Larry Brown, uh, you pick up you pick up things from them. Right. And uh, and I think that uh, Devin Bush uh, was looking at Vince 
you know, on the film and said, wow, he, he anticipates well. And that that's one. Well, you learn, you know, here's the thing in my mind, Chaluch, what, what happens so much is, like, you learn specific points that you have to pick up on. Right. Like, from the guard, you're pulling. Sam used to talk about flashpoints. Right. Things will flash in front of you that you have to see and identify along the way right. to be able to tell you how to react. You know, if you see if if on your first step on a on a toss thirty two trap, I see you at right tackle with right. your back towards me, yeah. clubbing the guy out. You know, immediately bend it around quick. Right. All right, turn it up quick, get north and south. Right. Because you've got to make sure that you're properly aligned in the hole to be able to get the maximum power. And if I see the horns of a defensive end ramming, right. I know that I got to flatten out and get that guy. And you, you see flashpoints. You see Webby's butt go by. Right. You see, you know, uh, Terry Long, him coming down on a double team on the nose. Those are flash points that you have to pick up on to know where you're at. Oh, or you, uh, it's flow 38, and you got to pick up run through. And uh, Robert L. Jackson yeah, we, ran through. We did and, have, and, and, you would have to bring that one up to. <laughs> When Raleigh was Raleigh so mad, was at, mad me, at you, because he hated R.L. Jackson. Yeah, he, he hated him. Oh my goodness! And he had last thing and, he told and, me when I went out there, don't miss the run through. Yeah, and I yeah, missed the yeah, run through. Yeah, yeah. and um, Zooks. If, if he hated a player and you played bad against him, yeah. he hated you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so he hated me. Yeah, it and was. He, uh, he, oh he my hated goodness. Me, uh, because I struggled against Mike St. Clair. Oh, yes. And then he oh, just, he he, he just yelled, yeah, he yelled at me. So, um, you know, Vince Williams, I think, is going to be a, uh, uh, is gonna be a, an asset for Devin Bush. Um, and, uh, I, you know, T.J. Watt. Uh, he keeps getting better, man. Yeah, he I told you. Yeah. I told you when he was a rookie. I said, you know right. what? This kid's going to be a good pass rusher. Right, right. You, know? right. you told me. I was, I was prescient, man. I was like, uh, you know, a prophet, man. I was like yeah. dialed in. Just... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, <laughs> TJ's got a great edge rush. And uh... <laughs> I jumped off before I jumped on the wagon, that yeah. sort of thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but the fact is, you know, you watch TJ, and um, first of all, he just got uh, – He's just got great genes, you know, yeah. I mean, from his brothers and everything else. And uh, you just knew watching him that um, this guy had an opportunity to be a, a really special player. Right. And he's he's come to realize that already in his, just his third season. Yeah. You know, um, I, I go back to San Francisco, all the pass rushing he did, and then to be able to get out there and was he, he intercepted a ball or right. something he, like that. He had two picks. Yeah, it, it was just it was dynamite, man. Yeah. You know, so kudos to him. I think he really raised the level of Bud Dupree. Yeah, because I think the two of them work as great bookends. Right, and I think um, Bud has learned from watching TJ some things, and Bud's got his own. I mean, that that guy is so strong and right. powerful, and, and he started to really put it together. Right, right. Uh, and uh, TJ Watt, uh, fourteen and a half sacks, and. Uh, he, he, he works the hands well. Yeah. He, Very. He, he, he works the hands well. He slaps the hands down and he gets the edge and Bud Dupree. Uh, one of the things by, uh, that I see in Bud is he's got a great first step. Uh, you know, well, he, he wins most of the takeoffs right. that the defense does. Yeah. Pack. Yeah. He, he wins most of the yeah. takeoffs and, uh, he's, 
he he's get the edge now. He he used to take the wide arc, right? But now he's uh, taking the the sharp arc. He's he's now on his third step. He makes the break, right? You know, he right. doesn't allow himself to get driven up the field and taking the cab ride around the quarterback, right? Running the arc and and you know and coming out with nothing. Um, he's also developed an inside move, right? You know, which is a big thing, and he's put them together better. Right. And for whatever reason, being on the right side is better for him. Right. He sees it. He feels it better. Some players are just, that's the way they are. They're right. more comfortable on one side or the other. Right. And uh, I, I think that the one-hand stab that he's got where he goes with the inside lockout, the Reggie White deal, um, that's powerful. Right. That's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to see T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree get more sacks this year. Oh, I think um, I'm excited. Yeah, I because pre- you know what I the predict- capabilities are yeah. and the expectations. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You think they'll go over 25? Yeah. You think so? That I think the two of them will go over 25. Hmm. Uh, well, if the season is 16 games. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah, that's the key. Absolutely. But yeah. you know what? Um, again, go back to you're going to need somebody that can spell them a little bit. And is that going to be the Alex? Alex is that going to be the Ola, Ola, Ola? Or is it going to be Vinny the Tuzar? You know? Yeah. You got to find out. It's going to be sick. I can't wait till we get some pads on. I'm sick and tired of speculating. Monday, we yeah. got pads coming. Right. Monday, we we have pads, and it's going to be. And we get to watch it. Yeah, we get to watch it. Oh, we're get Zooks, be, man. We're, Could we please just get some pads lot, on? We're going to be a lot at practice. Yeah, don't you screw up. Yeah. Don't you get sick between now and then. Right. You don't get sick. Okay, I yeah. won't if you won't. Yeah, but you don't eat, <laughs> don't eat much. <laughs> that I can't promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having issues there, man. You know how hard is it? One thing I've really discovered through this whole uh, quarantine thing and everything else is that I am not to be trusted with a full refrigerator by myself. Right. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just like uh, I'm like a klepto in my own house. So what do you what are you eating? <laughs> Anything that's there, man. The good lady Faith, she's just such a good cookerator, man. Right. She's cooking things up, and you know things are laying around, and you know what do you do? Yeah, you Karen. Know? Karen. It's cooked. a short step, short walk to that refrigerator, man. Karen cooked a, a great uh, a pasta yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was pasta, and she baked great. it. She baked. Did you, it. Add, did you go whole wheat? Yeah. No, no, it's uh, gluten free. Okay, gluten free. Yeah. So how's that taste? It's great. Is it really? Yeah. What do you do? Well, what do you do for bread? No, I don't eat bread. Oh, you don't eat bread? Ah, but, but pasta, you got to have some bread. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, gluten-free bread. Uh, you get uh, some... Corn, corn tacos. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, now, that, now you're talking. Yeah, yeah. I like that. You, did you go to Chipotle's? I love I love Chipotle's. Yeah, I love Chipotle. Man, my goodness. You, yeah. Yeah, see? Jacob does too. I, man. I, I love Chipotle. Uh, I I have the chicken, the brown rice, and the corn. Oh man, I like the going pork. You know, you, go, you like the pork? Yeah, the carnitas, baby. You like the pork? El carnito, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you get the bowl or you double wrap. Sometimes I go for the double wrap. Double wrap? Yeah, you double wrap that bad boy, and you just take uh, a bite full. I I just I just like the bowl. Yeah, the bowl uh, is yeah. good, but the double wrap is really good because if you like the tortilla shell. Yeah. You know, which, but I can't eat that. That's oh, wheat. That's right. Yeah, it's wheat. 
Man, I'm glad I'm not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, of course, then you. Yeah, but then you'd be a fat guy if you were me. So you yeah, wouldn't want yeah. to be that. All right, we're gonna take a break. Therefore, and, you are uh, glad you're not me. Yeah, we're, we're gonna take a break <laughs> and we'll come back. Uh, and we're gonna go on to, uh, to talk about players: uh, Terrell Edmonds, Stefan Woods, uh, Stefan Wisniewski, and Eric Ebron. Uh, after the break, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And uh, he loves pork. And you're... I think we're just going to take it up another level um, with the guys that we have coming back you know guys you know we have a great locker room you know guys we've been communicating through all of this this whole time uh, just trying to bring the, uh, the younger guys along and you know these uh zoom meetings with our coaches have been very helpful and we're just correcting all our mistakes and you know just trying to get better as a unit you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So that's Steve Nelson, and Steve had a great year last year. Oh, he did. Uh, he didn't give up a touchdown pass. And, uh, uh, you know, he is a great guy and a, a great student of the game. Think about this. On one side, you had a guy who didn't give up a touchdown. Right. On the other side, the longest that – uh, Joe Hayden gave up was a 23-yard reception. Right, and that's uh, that's, you know, that's a couple of cooking right, corners, man. Right, 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 right. And uh, Joe Hayden had five picks, uh, and uh, you know, I I, I thought uh, Joe Hayden uh, and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and uh, Steve Nelson were the great gets uh, in the offseason. Agency. Oh yeah. man! Yes, yeah. uh, yeah. no doubt about it. You know, again, and we've we've talked about Minka ad nauseum, and right. and we're going to nauseate more with it because right. I'm telling you what I think so much of the young man when he first arrived, right? And I got an opportunity just to talk to him a little bit, and you realized and could tell just from the conversation. This is a highly intellectual, smart right. young ball player, right. Rod Woodson. Uh, talked about his game brains, his ability to right. be able to put things together and do so in, in, in fine fashion on the field, both mentally and physically. And, uh, you know, he is not disappointed. I only think that's just part of the growing thing, man. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, one of the other players I want to see is Terrell Edmonds. Uh, you know, he had 105 tackles uh, second to Devin Bush last year. And, you know, uh, he is uh, a great box safety, uh, but he could play uh, cover two as well. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, he's going to get – I think this is the year that he's going to have a bust-out year, uh, and that's going to be a big year. I think the young man's just grown by leaps and bounds. First of all, right. what a fine dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I got to do a show with him up at the Giant yeah. Eagle. And – um one of the things I remember is his mom and dad were there, and I said, you know what? Congratulations for doing such a fine job on yeah. raising such fine young men. Yeah. Because Trey is very yeah. – is, is of the same ilk. You know yeah. what I mean? They're just well-mannered, strong, right. 
tough guys, you yeah. know. And the mother's a great guy. Yeah, then that great girl. Yeah, great girl. <laughs> and and Farrell. Farrell, we, we played. Well, we played yeah. against him, and exactly. I played. I played with him in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I just think I think the world of, the, of these young men. They're, yeah. they're they're a couple of hard hitting dudes, and I think for for Terrell, um, there's the expectations are higher, and they got higher with Minka coming aboard too. Yeah. And I really believe that Minka's going to do for Terrell what Vince is going to do for Devin. Right, right, I right. I think it's going to be one of those copacetic situations. Yeah, yeah, I, that that's a good point, Wolf. Uh, that, I had that, my that, moments, yeah. That, that's a great insight. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I agree with that. Uh, uh, and, you know, I, I like Terrell Edmonds. You know, I, I like the physicality that right. he plays with. I like the toughness. Uh, I like the way he throws his body around, and uh, I think he's going to have a good year. It's also interesting to me that Rod would highlight Terrell's ability to possibly play the dime linebacker. Right, right, right. You know, that the strike force that he brings from that position is something that, um, you know, let's face it, he can cover backs, he can right. cover tight ends. Right. You know, um, and he's he's got, uh, you know, strength, and he's well put together. Mm. I, you know, I, I – to mire in it, it's going to be interesting the way they use him this year. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to being at practice Monday. I'm Absolutely. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to uh, Kid Zooks, aren't at, you excited about some pads? Yeah. I mean, we've been cooped up for so long. Yeah, without uh, pads. <laughs> no, just being cooped up at home. Right. And then to actually see it in the flesh. Right. Watch some practices. See some guys ball up their fists and go at it. Yeah. Have a little set to. I, I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope that everybody gets a little excited because one of the beautiful things that, that happens is you get through training camp and then into the season and the magic starts. Yeah, yeah. You know, the magic of an NFL season. I love it. Yeah, and uh, the magic of this NFL season. It's a little bit different. Right. Okay, but yes, it's going to be magic traded there. Yeah. You know? You, the other guy that I want to see is uh, Stefan uh, Wisniewski. You know, I, I – You see Stefan all the time. Yeah. It's we, not, see, we see Leo, you know, because yeah, his dad. Yeah. We played against his dad. Yeah. yeah he you played know. for the Colts, Indianapolis right. and Baltimore. Absolutely. Yeah. And at Penn State. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, you know – Because I played against him at Penn State. Yes. Yeah, the wizard. I, I didn't play against Penn State. No, you played at the Rubber Bowl. I, I play. I, I never played. played a, I played in the, the directional schools, Southern <laughs> Illinois. But you played in the Rubber Bowl, Eastern Michigan, not once but twice. Right, right, right. The Rubber Bowl. That's status. That's, now that's big time, baby. That's big time. That's going uh, to going to see yeah. zip football. Yeah. So uh, I, I want to see Steph. Uh, y- you know, um, if uh, Matt Filer plays left guard. Uh, if if Steph plays well, maybe Matt will move back to right tackle. Oh, there's he no played question. Right tackle. Here, but here's the point. To me, the reason that you are um, moving Matt yeah. in my mind, you got to find out if Chooks or, or, or yeah. uh, Zach can play. Right. And, I mean, because you got right now. You if this was Ailes last year, right? Okay, you got Ailes. His his contract he, he, is his done. Contract. Okay, so. If Al, if this was because that was a comment made by uh, Dave DeCastro, so we'll right. just run with it a little bit. So if indeed this is Al's last year, this is also um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Zach signed a one year, right? So he's just signed for this year, so they're going to have to re-sign him or Chooks. I think he's in. He's got one more next year. 
you're you, you got two tackles here that could be fighting for yeah. the you know left and right tackle. Right, Chukes can play left tackle, and Zach can play right tackle. Right, so yeah. that's why you had to make this move. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I think Steph is first of all you you got to have a, a solid backup center. Right, and he's a solid backup center. Yeah. He's yeah. a plug-and-play, two-time Super Bowl win, uh, ring winner. Right. Okay? Yeah. So he can play any of the three inner triangle positions there. Uh, but you had to find out amongst Zach and Chooks if you got anything for one position and maybe two. Yeah, yeah. And so the last player that I uh, want to see is Eric Ebron. Uh, you know, Eric Ebron, uh, he's a touchdown maker. He is very athletic. He's got a great catch radius. Uh, he runs great routes. You could play him at slot. You could play him split him out. You could play him in H-back. And you could play him in line. Uh, and uh, I I think between... I'm anxious to see what he does blocking-wise. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think between him and Vance, uh, they're, they're going to be good. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we play a lot of too tight uh, personnel. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt, because I think you can get the old, uh, you know, thunder and lightning type thing, yeah, whatever, right. what have you. Yeah. Uh, you got a big guy and a smaller guy. And Ebron, for whatever reason, is able to operate well in the red zone. So, yeah. you know, we were very diminished in red zone capabilities last year. Right, 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 right. So it's obviously making a, a move to, to bolster that. Yeah. Between Vance and Eric Ebron and Chase Claypool, we have tall receivers we got in some, the red yeah, zone. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would love to see a package where you go with those big guys. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, you get the pre-snap motion going all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I just love the concept of having guys going. Too tight. Do you remember when I got to play goal line tight end and yeah, I go in motion? Were prancing. I didn't prance. You were prancing. I went in motion Chuck with authority. Chuck said, don't prance. I went in motion with authority. Chuck said, don't <laughs> prance, Wolf. <laughs> I was remember. No prancer. He, he, you were prancing. I didn't prance. You were prancing. I did it with style. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when he said, don't prance? No, yeah, no, I never remember him saying that Yeah, to me. yeah, he did. I was did. not a prancer. Yeah, you were a prancer. You're, you're a prancer. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's 412-919-1316. He's Wolf Up Dutch. Uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, so we were talking about Ebron. Yeah. All right, so you're talking about Ebron. But, I, again, I go back to, uh, I talked to about the gentry. Yeah. All right, you know, has he been doing some deep squats and, you know, benching, you know, some big weights and stuff like that? Because the one thing I thought about um, the deer Zach, as is, is Myron would call him, I don't know why I'm Myron out today, but, it, uh, you know, you think about him, uh, sure, miss Myron. But uh, anyhow, talking about Zach Gentry, and you talk about a guy who's got a lot of room to fill out on that big body, and you just think, when are we going to start to see that realization of, some of the physical forces he can bring to bear. Uh, it's not like he's an unwilling participant in getting combative. He's a guy that uh, you look at him and, you know, he's got uh, some strength and everything else. And with that size, get Zooks, man, that would just be nice to be able to uh, use that in the red zone and be able to use that in short yardage. That's a big body. Yeah. You know? So are you are you done like uh, 
emailing somebody or something? Well, you know, um, uh, Labs said, oh. uh, are we doing the radio hit today? It's 1129. I haven't gotten a call. I thought we were on. I, I, th- I talked to him. And I thought we were on Thursday. No, we were on Tuesday. That's what I thought. And then you said it was Thursday. So then I, you confused me. Yeah. Hey, I would love to call Labs. Yeah. That would be great. Can we get him? Yeah. Can we can we go to break now and, and get Labs on? Because we'd like. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Let's do that. All right. We're gonna go. Um, uh, yeah, we're gonna go to break right now, and okay. we're gonna get Labs. All right. Take us to break, Jacob. Yes, because right uh, now we're confounded. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, uh, you know, I made a mistake. Uh, I... Labs, he labs. blew it. Yeah, he I, blew I, it. I'm throwing him under the bus. I, I thought that I called you yesterday. I said Thursday, <laughs> Labs, but uh, I, I blew it. Uh, uh, sorry, buddy. Well, nice, uh, nice recovery with the Eagles music. I'll yeah. give you that. <laughs> yeah. We wanted to do something to placate you there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just so we we start off smooth. So, Labs, are you chomping at the bit to watch practice next Monday? I don't get to watch practice. You don't get to I mean, watch practice. You gotta, you gotta be on. Like, there's certain tiers and lists and stuff, and um, you know the the protocols that the NFL has set up. Um, you know, are much more um, accommodating to non uh, team media people. So uh, the people who get to you know watch practice regularly and you know i don't want to bore the listeners too much with this watch practice regularly are the people who also will be taking turns as the pool reporter who their job is you know it's like the super bowl where you know you have one or two people from the total media court go to practice and then report to everyone else and then everyone else uses the report to report about practice. It's kind of like a advanced game of telephone that you used to play when you were when we were kids. So you know, anyway, that's um, got to be something I'd asked and answered. That was just beautifully put. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, that's how uh, that's how it works. And so, um, you know, with no preseason games, the first real live uh, eyeballs on uh, Steelers who are actually playing the sport will be whenever the opener is. Yeah. Yeah, it it's uh it's going to be interesting. This whole yeah. year is weird. Yeah, you it know. It really is. The 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 fact that they didn't um uh that they canceled all the preseason games labs. Uh I I I it's going to be a challenge to uh to scout out the the uh, roster and uh you know uh, how many rookies are going to make the team and uh, how many free agents are going to make the team. And, you know, it's going to be a challenge for the coaches, I think. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's um, you know, and it's it's a challenge, you know, for you guys picking the Camp Fino. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's also <laughs> going to be a challenge because neither one of you two guys gets to watch practice and complain about how easy, much easier it is now yeah. than when you had to do it. <laughs> So that probably subtracts, I don't know, hundreds of hours of 
radio time <laughs> inside the locker room where you guys have to actually come up with a different idea. Yeah. So <laughs> I can see I'm really entertaining one of you. That was just funny. It was just one of those blatant smack you right in the nose type jobs. Um, was... But no, I mean, I, you know, I really don't know that there's going to be a whole lot of you know, opportunity. There will be opportunities, I think, for young guys, rookies, free agents, and stuff, if they happen to be lucky enough to be playing a position where the team has an obvious hole in the roster. Or right, anything. right. So, you know, um, for example, if um, and they didn't, but just let's just pretend that. Um, well, let's use Alex Highsmith as an example. The Steelers need depth at outside linebacker. So Alex Highsmith, I don't, I can't imagine a realistic scenario where he's not on the roster. Right. Because mm-hmm. who else you got? Yeah, uh, Ola Dennehy. Right, and Tuzar. Tuzar and, Skipper. That was right, my camp phenom last year. Right, and I'm really not running them down, but you really, it's not like they're um, proven people. Right. Yeah. So, um yeah, so if you're one of those positions, you know, it's okay. But here's another guy, Kevin Dotson. Right, right. Now, yep. I, I don't think he's in any danger of not making the roster. But in my mind, he has no shot, barring injury, yeah. of playing. Yeah. Because, be- you know, you got Stefan Wisniewski and Matt Filer, both who can play left guard. And so you're not going to go with a rookie draft pick who – had no off-season program and no preseason games, he's not going to get in the rotation early. And I, you know, unless, and again, if, and I'm assuming, you know, Stefan and um, Filer, you know, don't fall through a manhole or anything, right. disappear, their skills just are gone all of a sudden from, you know, one season to the next. I, I just don't see how an NFL coach, you know, is trying to win this year, which Mike Tomlin is. I don't see how you you pull one of those guys and put in the rookie. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. So this is, you know, this is where you are. And we can go up and down the the roster, you know, does uh, Paxton Lynch, you know, what kind of opportunity does he have to beat out Devlin Hodges? Right, because um, you thought he had the whole off season yeah. to manifest that offense, and it's I, I, not he, necessarily so. He's big and big, got the big arm, and I, I, I just, uh, I, I'm a fan of Paxton Lynch. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not, but my point is, is that, you know, do you go in? Well, the and the only thing that's saving a lot of these guys, I think, is the 16 player practice squad this year. You know, they've expanded the practice squad, and so there's going to be 16 guys on it. Uh, and they've also um, uh, removed uh, the number of years of experience. So, for example, as ridiculous as this is, I'm just going to use this because it is ridiculous. The Steelers could put Ben Roethlisberger on the practice squad. Okay. All this right. is the year where years of service does not impact your eligibility. Okay. So if you wanted to put a 17-year veteran on the practice mm-hmm. squad, this is the year you can do it because of the new rules for the because of the pandemic. So um, that that's a saving grace, I think, in terms of some of the things we're talking about. But you know, outside of that, because um, to me this is far worse in terms of what we're talking about than the 2011 lockout. Right. 
I mean, no. at least those, those guys had train. They didn't have any off-season program, but they had pretty much a full training camp right. and preseason games. Yeah. Um, you know, this year they're not. And 14 padded practices only. And, um, you know, so 80-man rosters instead of 90. So the lines are shorter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's... It's it, a lot of this is a guess, I believe, at this point. That being, um, you know, can any of these guys make an impression uh, to to win a spot? Are there going to be more injuries or fewer as a result of this way dialed back practice uh, scenario? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows because it's never really happened before. There's nothing to look back at and say and compare it to. Right. So, uh, but I don't think that there's any doubt that, um, you know, health, maybe even more so than the typical NFL season, which, you know, the healthy teams are are always the more likely to be contenders throughout the whole regular season. But I think health is even going to be more imperative for teams this year uh, to be able to, you know, make a run throughout an entire regular season. If, in fact, we have an entire regular season, which we don't even know that yet. Lebs, do you know, can you move uh, a player from the practice squad this year to the uh, regular roster without passing through waivers? Is there it- are some, some, there are a certain number of guys that you can do on the practice squad you can do that to, and a okay. certain number of times you can do them. Uh, you know, this is going to be one of those years where, um, you know, I'll be sending a lot of emails back to the player personnel department asking for interpretations of the okay. rules because, um, yes, to answer your question, yes, but it's not for everyone all the time. Okay. Yeah. All right, let me ask you something. Did you listen to the Dave DeCastro interview yesterday that was posted? I, I, I read the transcript. Okay. Right? He did say, and I don't, again, I don't know the context. I'm not exactly sure, but he did reference that this could be Al's last year, did he not? Yes. Okay. Well, Al's 31. Right. Uh, he will be 32 uh, by the time the next – it's time to talk contract again. And um, he's he's in the final year of his contract. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I don't know – and this is another one of those questions on low. You know, is Al uh, an older or a younger 32 because he spent some time – um, you know, in the mountains of Afghanistan right. instead of yeah. playing football. Right. Um, you know, I'm not going to certainly, you know, demean what he went through there and say, you know, his his body's in better shape than somebody who's played offensive line, you know, every year since coming out since coming out of college. Uh, and I, I don't know the answer. And I, here's another thing. I mean, and I and I just don't know this. Uh, does Al want to play anymore? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, because Al Villanueva has always been someone who impressed me. Um, you know, when Chuck Noll used to say, um, "Get on with your life's work." I mean, Al Villanueva's life's work could be, you know, something significant in terms of, you know, helping this country, helping people. No I mean, question. He, he could run for public office, right? You know, it's served that way. Um, you know, obviously he has serving in his background, and so. You know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he chose to follow football with something, you know, along in that service kind of uh, vein. So, you know, Al Villanueva, 
um, you know, he might have a higher calling than left tackle in yeah. the NFL. I would agree um, with you, Labs. I think that's a very astute point. Right. Um, and, and uh, you know, one of the things, Labs, uh, who are you excited to see play this year? Who are you, you rooting for and getting excited about? Ben. Ben? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and, you know, I, 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 that's, a, that's a stock answer for me, even when training camp is typical. Uh, after the first couple of weeks, people say, who looks good? And, you know, Ben. And, 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 my, and then sometimes people get disappointed with that answer. But my answer to that always is, what's wrong with your most important player coming to training camp and looking good right at, right right. at the start? Right, right, uh, right. Because we saw what it was like without him. Yeah, I want to do that again. I mean, I, <laughs> seriously, I, I again not to denigrate any of the players, but I think David DeCastro kind of touched on this too. It was a wasted year. Yeah, you know the defense was great, the offense stunk, or certainly wasn't good enough to be part of a contending team. And you know, I think uh, David DeCastro's answers to some of those questions um, revealed his frustration. And you know, I'm I'm gonna I'll admit I was right there with him. So you know, you hate to waste, um, you know, like the Joe Walton years. Yeah. What I would consider wasted years. Tunch, you lived through those. Right. Right. Um, so you don't want to waste another year. And so I'm excited about Ben because with Ben, I think this team has a chance to be a contender. Right. Without Ben, um, you know, you're looking at eight and eight again. And maybe you, you sneak into the playoffs because they've been expanded from five teams of conference to um, to seven. Yeah. So that's you know. true. Uh, what do you? Let me ask you this though: amongst the rookies, and Chase Claypool is pretty obvious. But if you any of the rookies, who who do you think uh, you you interested in watching? You know, I mean, for me, I, I couldn't help it. Kevin Dotson's just, just a guy that, you know, be, being an offensive lineman, him being a head-centric, head-butter, uh, you know, one of those guys that uh, kind of is like got a little throwback to him. I'm very excited to see what he does in the pads. Amongst the rookies, w- what about you, Laps? Well, I mentioned him already, Alex Highsmith. Okay. You know, I, I think that, and again, he's a guy who, um, you know, the Steelers have a need at that position. Uh, right now as a backup, and who knows what happens with Bud Dupree and his contract situation. Maybe it's, you know, that's an open position mm-hmm. um, next March. So, um, you know, this is a guy who, um, you know, could very quickly go from, you know, on scholarship to uh, being in the mix or hopefully in the mix from the Steelers' standpoint, uh, being able to contribute slash start. Now, the thing that kind of, you know, it usually takes a while for those kind of guys to get acclimated and integrated into the system. Um, but one of the things that kind of turned me on a little bit to Highsmith was I watched a video that Brian Baldinger posted on social media. Right. It was like a, a compilation of Alex Highsmith. And a lot of the things, you know, Baldinger played in the league. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things he was talking about that he liked about Highsmith was, you know, his hand usage. Right. He said he had good secondary moves. You know, a lot of the things that, you know, you guys know, usually um, 
guys who come from college don't come with that. Right. He's relentless. Has, He's right. relentless. And so, you know, secondary moves and good hand usage and, um, you know, there were some other things he said that I've heard you guys talk about, but, you know, it's a little over my head, uh, you know, football technique-wise. But it made me think that, you know, beyond just having, you know, side speed, quickness, you know, whatever, those things that you have to have to be a third-round pick in the NFL draft, it sounded like he had some of the things that NFL veterans usually have to develop. Right. And right. I'm not saying he doesn't need to work on those and get better at those, but he seems to be coming in with a little bit more, you know, of those things already in his repertoire than some other people. Yeah, so, it's, it's his experience. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so have you have you watched a video of him? College right, right, yeah. I, I've and and the the thing that impresses me most about him is he's had big sacks against big guys, Tennessee and uh, Florida. We got to close yeah, it out, guys. We got to close. Uh, uh, thank you. You're going to be on at uh, eleven twenty next uh, next Tuesday. Laughs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's all touches fall. Yeah, laughs. God bless you, brother. I, I, you, we just thank That's you so much. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. All right, brother. All right. Thank All right. you, bro. All right, we're uh, uh, we're out of time. Yes. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and thank you, Jacob. You uh, you are fantastic. Well, and he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. We're still Wolf and Tunch. Yeah, and, and we'll be we'll be <laughs> back tomorrow. Here. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow.